Hey listeners, it's Vargo. Just wanted to start this out by letting you know uh, the beginning of this podcast starts out with some recordings from the day of 9-11. Some of it is audio from calls from the planes. Some of it is from the ground. Most of it, you know, a a good chunk of it is from first responders and uh, stuff like that. But if you suffer from high anxiety or anything like that, or even just anxiety from that day or PTSD, or even just feel like this would just just kind of ruin your entire day. I'm not going to ask that you listen to it. But the reason why we put this in there is because we felt like that there are plenty of people out there that need to remember why this happened. And there's a reason we need to remember this. There's a reason why we need to talk about these things. There's a reason why we need to study these things. Why tragedies in our history are part of what makes our country today and part of what makes our country great. It's the tragedies that we come back from that make us a great nation and a great people. So again, if you suffer from any kind of, you know, emotional distress with this, probably a good idea not to listen to the recordings. You can go ahead and go up to the about 540 mark. And uh, that's where Loach and I will be talking. And uh, you can just listen to that. American 11, are you trying to call? The cockpit is not answering their phone. Our number one is in staff and our five is in staff. I am going to call from Washington. I am in a situation where the American learned a possible hijack. What's going on, Betty? Aircraft is erratic again. Problem, very erratic. Betty, talk to me. Are you there? Betty? United 175, New York. We have some problems over here right now. We might have a hijack over here, two of them. Fuel is a sign, uh, on an airplane that's been hijacked. If things don't go well, and it's not looking good. I just want you to know I absolutely love you. I want you to do good. So happy to find things to my parents and everybody. And I just totally love you. And uh, I'll see you later. Bye, babe. God. So both towers are now. Tuesday, 9.47 a.m. Hi, baby. I'm, baby, you have to listen to me carefully. I'm on a plane that's been hijacked. I'm on the plane. I'm calling from the plane. I want to tell you I love you. Please tell my children that I love them very much. And I'm so sorry, babe. I hope to be able to see your face again, baby. I love you. Bye. We're 56865. We have a... I believe it is a uh, Boeing 757. Can you see him up there, sir? That's concerned. Uh, it looks like he's rocking his wings. Roger. He's rocking back and forth. Number 56865, I advise you stay away from that aircraft. Go north as fast as you can. United 93, have you got information on that yet? Yeah, he's down. He's down? Yes. When did he land? He did not land. Oh, he's down? Yeah, down? somewhere up northeast of Camp David. Me. I just wanted to let you know I love you, and I'm stuck in this building in New York. There's lots of smoke, and he just wanted you to know that I love you. What is? I'm on the 80th floor. I'm gonna die, aren't I? No, 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 no. Say I'm gonna die. Ma'am, 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 say your prayers. We're gonna think positive because you gotta help each other get off the floor. I'm now. <laughs> Today, our fellow citizens, our way of life, our very freedom came under attack in a series of deliberate and deadly terrorist acts. The victims were in airplanes or in their offices, 
secretaries, businessmen and women, military and federal workers, moms and dads, friends and neighbors. Thousands of lives were suddenly ended by evil, despicable acts of terror. Terrorist attacks can shake the foundations of our biggest buildings, but they cannot touch the foundation of America. These acts shatter steel, but they cannot dent the steel of American resolve. America was targeted for attack because we're the brightest beacon for freedom and opportunity in the world, and no one will keep that light from shining. Today our nation saw evil, the very worst of human nature, and we responded with the best of America, with the daring of our rescue workers, with the caring of, for strangers and neighbors who came to give blood and help in any way they could. Our emergency teams are working in New York City and Washington, D.C. to help with local rescue efforts. Our first priority is to get help to those who have been injured. Tonight I ask for your prayers for all those who grieve, for the children whose worlds have been shattered, for all whose sense of safety and security has been threatened. This is a day when all Americans from every walk of life unite in our resolve for justice and peace. None of us will ever forget this day, yet we go forward to defend freedom and all that is good and just in our world. Real fact, listeners, 20 years ago, I woke up to terrible news of a plane hitting one of the Twin Towers in New York. A roommate of mine gave me a call and said, hey, don't you have a friend from there? And I said, yes, he's also got family there and came into the living room just in time to turn on the TV and see the second plane hit the towers. So for everyone out there who's been saying like, oh, we just need to move on. We just need to get over this. Go fuck yourself. It's a tragedy for a reason. Yeah, we don't do the same thing for Pearl Harbor. We don't just turn around and say, we forgot about this. This isn't part of our history. It's something that happened. It was terrible. So go fuck yourself if you think that we should forget about it. And I, I've heard it even said to me, but this is also before people. I mean, and people shouldn't say this just because, you know, they find out I'm actually from New York and yeah, my family works around the trade at the time. And, um, you know, it's always hard for me every year. Mm-hmm. It never goes away. I mean, we were joking. I and I mean, I was joking around about it the other day. It was like it does not feel twenty years ago. Not not nope. even the slightest. You know, it feels like it maybe a couple of years ago. Um, it's just something that, especially if you're from New York, and I think what hurt the most was the fact that I couldn't go home to help. That was the hardest yeah. part. You know, I was I was living in Colorado Springs at the time, um, and it was very very hard for me to try to go back home. Yeah. Um, so, but when I did go back home, unfortunately, under the circumstances of a family member passing away six months after, that's when it really hit. Because, you know, uh, being on the Staten Island Ferry, going from Staten Island to uh, Battery Park, which is Pier 36, um, toward the trades, which is off Church Street, you mm-hmm. know, going by the trades. And that was the first time I saw the skyline without the trades. Yeah. You know, that's when it really just like, you know, because... Even back then, the news saturated it to where it felt like it was a movie. It felt like it was unreal. It, it, yeah. This isn't really happening, you know, which a lot of news media nowadays even makes. I mean, I couldn't imagine with just the way 
the coverage was back then. You got to figure social media wasn't really super huge as it is now. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine how it would have been like if it happened now? It, it would have been unreal. Right. You know, no one would have believed it. Everything would have been fake and all this. And I mean, you still hear. And that's and I think that's another thing that pisses me off is the fact that I still hear people say it's a conspiracy. It was all rigged. I saw one guy said that was the, um, it never happened. It was all CGI. Tell that to a New Yorker. Tell that yeah. to a New Yorker that it it wasn't real. Tell that to the 396 firefighters that died Tell and their families. Tell them it wasn't real. Tell them to the 60 police officers, officers you know, the NYPD blue. Tell them it wasn't real. Right. You know, Port Authority. Tell all those people, even at the Pentagon, you know, where 127 people were killed. Tell them it wasn't real. And then tell them it was all CGI and tell them it was all fake. And see how fast you get your ass whooped. Right. You, you ain't going to like it. So, no, it's always going to be a day. Um, tonight, I'm watching, you know, I'll be on tonight online playing games later, but yeah. tonight, the Mets are playing the Yankees in the first Subway Series that's actually on 9-11, you know, yep. and 20 years later. I'm going to be watching that because I'm going to watch. I'm closer to home, but I'm not home. I'm in Virginia, so I'm going to watch it. You know, it's a big deal to us, you know, for people who are from New York. I'm not saying it's not a big deal for the rest of the country. But when you're from New York and you're from that city and your family's from that city and your heritage, your your just way of life is from that city, it hits harder. Yeah. You know, so it sucks that people still think this is a fucking conspiracy, that people think this is never real or we should just forget about it. Go fuck yourself. You know, yeah. be my guest. Get on your fucking soapbox. Preach all you want. But people are going to don't get pissed when you play the stupid game and then you get the stupid prize, you know, with it. But I'll leave it at that. I'm just going to do what I always do on the 9-11. I'll watch the Mets play. Hopefully they win, especially now that they're playing the Yankees. <laughs> it's a great time to... And that's the thing. If people need to... Listeners, I laugh because I'm a Yankees fan. So. Right. But the funny thing is... And, and the cool thing is, is that, you know, like tonight, the Mets won't be... They'll be wearing their home uniforms. And normally their home uniforms, they Mets across the chest. This time, they're actually changing it. And it's going to say New York, not nice. the Mets, New York. They're going to be wearing the first responders hats, which is the FDNY, NYPD, Port Authority, all of them. You know, um, it's so it's, you know, it, it's as devastating as it is for us New Yorkers. It's a proud moment for us New Yorkers. Yeah, it was a hell of a comeback. Yeah. In 2011, theorizing that one could make an entertaining podcast... The Geek Out Heroes stepped into the Quantum Leap Accelerator and vanished. When they awoke, they found themselves trapped in your present, facing political correctness and social justice warriors who were determined to kill humor and joy. Now the GOH are driven by an unknown force to laugh in the face of stupidity and make jokes anyway. Their only guide on this journey is Steve, a listener from their own time, who seems to be just as deranged as they are. And so the Geek Out heroes find themselves leaping from topic to topic, trying to set right what once went wrong, and hoping each time, their next cast will be better than the last.
Welcome to the Geek Out Heroes. This is Vargo. This is Josiah. Uh, this is Loach. Anderson. Forgot the order, didn't you? I did. <laughs> I normally go last. <laughs> All right. Do you normally go last? I don't remember that. I yeah, I, I always went last. I, Anderson always goes last to the intro. I always go last when I'm. You on. know what? We haven't had Loach on for so long. Yeah. I will. It's, no, dude, I, think, Loach, I think Loach is right. I think Loach is right. I think he always goes. I last. think I maybe we just last. haven't seen each other for so long. Well, we yeah, almost have like, a full cast right now. Dude, miles. Yeah, it sucks, man. Like yeah. I wanted to be back earlier, but there has been so much going on in my life for the past like seven months of buying this house, which I will never, I'm never gonna buy another house ever again. I swear to God. After no, what I, I hope just not. What I just went through, <laughs> I will never, <laughs> never. Let's, let's hope that's the retirement home. Uh, it, it is. I, I, I'm I hate gonna, moving. I get it. It's not even a move. It's and then the paperwork. And it's, the, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's like everything else on top of it. Oh, dude, everything. it was a nightmare to buy this house. And I'm glad we're here, but I'm ne- no, I'm dying in this house. Adulting <laughs> like, is hard. <laughs> dude, yeah, adulting sucks. I, I hate it so much. It's Probably like when people ask adulting. you. Well, it's like when people ask you, what do you miss about your childhood? And I was like, not paying bills. Like, what do I miss about my childhood? A childhood? Saturday morning cartoons. It. <laughs> it's not even that. Not paying bills. That's what I miss. You know, um, not being an adult. Um, Although, then- if, if I could go back, if I could go back and talk to my younger self, I'd tell myself one thing. Keep all while you the may toys. be appreciate while you may be appreciative of your family, you need to appreciate them a thousand times more because there are people out there with so much worse. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's uh, yeah. No, it, it's something you don't think of as a kid. It's no, been a very uh. I mean, I got back on doing the podcast remotely, and we were fine. And God, dude, buying the house just took everything out of me. And then yeah, the move, and then we had our wedding. We were planning again. Um. And just trying to, it, it just, now I'm finally able to like, oh, I guess I can actually have normalcy again. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah so. But yeah, I well, normally go last. I normally go last. Right. Well, it's good to have you back. Uh, unfortunately, Lo, or, you know, unfortunately, Loach is here and, and Miles can't be here. So we can't talk about our entire trip. Oh, my God. Right. Because it's more fun. It's more fun talking about that shit with each other. I can't. Uh, but, yeah. On here. But we had the craziest fucking listeners. When we went out to see Loach, we had the craziest fucking drive. <laughs> Go, like going out there and coming back. So like, and Miles, while we were here, no, when, when miles gets back, we definitely need it. Cause that whole, I mean, your guys' trip here, when you guys were yeah, here and then Steve showing up and then listeners, it's yeah. not, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not going to be as good if I tell it without miles. So we're going to have to wait, but there, there is a funny moment where miles and I both thought we were going to die. Well, maybe you guys can do that and invite Steve along on the cast. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be yeah. great. I mean, the, obviously, everybody heard the wedding, and that was just yeah. It's at, the, you know, it's at the beginning of the, the listeners. Podcast. That was the that oh. was actually the ceremony that Steve gave when we were at the at the doing the the wedding ceremony, and he was literally in a an Abbott costume from <laughs> uh, the Princess Bride. When he did that, I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah, and was, was, was actually yeah. that, and he like he he didn't he didn't start the recording before he like before he had already begun, but uh, he he caught it as he started going into it. Thankfully, I got video. But he started out with Mowens. <laughs> I was we were laughing so hard it was great, which is even funny, fun. and it's even it's even funnier when my entire family is Catholic. Yeah, yeah. So you know, a bunch of Italian Catholics are sitting here, and one of my best friends is dressed up as an abbot. 
fucking just instantly like I knew it was gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean Steve, Steve, the the one of the funny parts was like Steve is like I think we might because I think I might piss off a lot of people. Nah. And Loach Loach's response goes nah. Besides nah. fucking with they can't take a joke, and we all went all right. This yeah. is how no, we're my, gonna do this. My family has my family has a very sick, twisted sense of humor, and uh, yeah, no, that's that was. I knew what, when he told me what he was gonna do. I was like, yeah, that's perfect. Let's yeah. just let's roll with it and just go, um, and hope for the best. <laughs> we had a really good time out there, uh, and uh, the the whole thing was a was a good adventure to have. Uh, if we had had a little more time on the road trip, I think Miles and I would have tried to visit some other things and done some other things. But well, like it's like uh, I uh, like what I said, man. We need to. I mean, just after that experience alone, we need to start like maybe doing this once a year. Try like, yeah, try a road trip or something like that. I mean, together. my parents got an RV. I, I'll grab the RV. We'll hook up one of the cars behind it and just go. Like <laughs> I'm down. Um, it's our own version of Top Gear. <laughs> Uh, oh my God! Yes, Grand Tour. Here we go. <laughs> if we had the stupid it pra- money, it practically was given where Steve was staying. That was fucking hysterical. So yeah, that that I was. I the funny thing is, is I didn't know about. I knew about the NASCAR track. I, yeah. I you know we have a NASCAR track that you know that's here. Um, I didn't know the hotel literally is next door to it. Like literally, yeah. like you see the track from the hotel. So Steve, like Steve, tells us where to go pick him up, and we're driving out there. And there's this lonely hotel next to this NASCAR like event area where they do, you know, the test driving of like of supercars and and stuff like that. It's it's a NASCAR uh, track. It's an an official NASCAR tour track. And Steve tells us where to go, and Loach is like, uh. Yeah, so like when he told me where he was, is is he racing today? <laughs> or, it, like, yeah, that. that where I live, it's like it, it. It's a lot bigger than what it sounds like. Um, yeah. Ru- where I live in Virginia, Ruther Glen, it's the community. The it, it's huge, actually. The the um, county is massive. Um, but the exit up is Thornburg, and the exit below is, you know, you're deeper into Ruther Glen. So the guys, you know, my Vargo and Miles are in another part of Ruther Glen. Steve's in Thornburg. You know, I I drive by Thornburg every day. And Steve's like, yeah, I, I'm in the hotel Thornburg. And I'm sitting there going, where the hell is there a hotel in Thornburg? And he's like, well, I see a racetrack. And I was like, no, that, that's the NASCAR track. What, what? You're not staying at the NASCAR track. And he goes, no, I'm right across the street from it. I was like, there's no hotel there. And sure as shit, there's a fucking <laughs> hotel there. And when we yeah. were pulling in, they were doing the, uh, what is it, that, that thing you could pay for. My dad did it. Where you could drive, yeah, where you drive the supercars, yeah, supercars, you know, and it's yeah. the uh, where you get to uh, test drive them, you get to drive extreme them around the enthu- I don't remember what it's called. It's something yeah. extreme. My dad did it in Colorado and, you know, they're doing that. And I was like, is he racing? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Is Steve and, doing something else while we're here? Sure. Like, it's sure as shit. There's like this little six story hotel. I kind of hope he did. Right next to it. That's what I kind of said. I almost, I, I it took everything well, in my power when we first were not to take up, my like, truck in there. When we first were driving up, you could barely see part of the track. And, and you, you could barely see the see hotel. Steve, yeah. Like Steve's hotel, you could barely see it. But there's this whole plot area where there's construction and shit. And Loach yeah. is like, are they building it? <laughs> like, we have no clue what the hell's oh, going Steve's on. Steve's staying in an empty warehouse? What's yeah, going it was, on? It was just funny. <laughs> It, it kind of caught me way off guard. Like I'm sitting here going like, where the fuck is a hotel around here? 
sure as shit. He's literally across. I mean, the track. I I was joking around. It's like I think the track goes toward the hotel, like it goes in the parking lot of the hotel and out. Yeah, and uh, and part of it looked like it did. It, it really did. That damn close, huh? Oh, oh dude, dude yeah. he's um, spitting. Yeah. Like we were joking around if, if that you were, we were if waiting you were, for. Him. Like when you got into the main parking area, like yeah. there's this little road that's right in front of it that you can go that that leads up to like a, a back exit to the parking lot that's right. in front of the hotel. And just past that, maybe ten feet away is, is the actual track. Yeah, the funny thing is, is like <laughs> we were joking around the top of the hotel and just eat lunch and watch the race go, or what? You can, Basically, yeah, you, you literally can, for. and and you'll probably have the best seats in the house. You know, um, I'll tell you, waste opportunity now to put sports bar up there. Well, the funny thing is, the funny thing is, is like I was joking around saying I wanted to take because I was in my truck and I was joking around saying I was going to take the truck on there while they were racing. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we had a great time when, uh, and I mean, Anderson and Josiah, I wish, I hope you guys can make it out here one time. It's a lot of fun. It's a really cool area. It's it, it like I said, where I live, it, it's really pretty area. It's really quiet, but at the, it's eerily quiet. Like I had to keep telling the guys that. Like it's, it's a little so too rough. It's it's yeah. It's it's little. It's scary, but yeah, no. It's 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 a cool place where I live. So that's up my alley since uh, since Miles bought me a Mothman T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, Vargo bought me. Uh, Vargo <laughs> Miles got me a Mothman hoodie. Yep. Uh, it's fucking hilarious. Um. But yeah, dude, it's it's cool. I mean, just avoid West Virginia and you're fine. <laughs> oh, just, my butthole has to avoid West Virginia. Oh, dude, I hate I hate West Virginia. So. Deliverance is a movie every every young man needs to see What's for funny, respect. Keep saying that. West Virginia was actually nice. I was gonna say I have a bunch we, of family out there. It's we drove we drove through it. It was nice. It depends. Like, this I, is actually kind of nice area. It obviously depends on where you're at in West Virginia because where I was yeah, at it depends on where you're at in Alabama too. True. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It depends on, on where you're at here. It, very true. But it, it's just. I do not Pueblo, you'd be fine. Yeah, it's like the meth capital, like where we stopped at. It was like, yeah, that's because people um, can go into the woods and just disappear. That bro, I seriously thought I was like sitting here. <laughs> I was like, too is a is no laughing matter, listeners. <laughs> Miles learned that when we were driving when we were driving out. Like he he had not really seen it before. Like he'd seen a little bit of it, and you, you get a little of it in Oklahoma, but it's not like what it is out in the south. And, you know hot and humid areas or oh, massive dude, humid areas it's <laughs> it that shit is thick and oh, yeah. you see like that that stuff just overtakes a tree and just collapses like collapses the tree on it, it looks like this you know wave of fucking forestry just came out and ate the forest itself right it's fucking crazy so like we like he saw that crap he's like <laughs> uh is that he goes is that cuts and i went yes <laughs> he goes god damn i was like yeah it's no joke it's fucking mean Oh, yeah, dude. There's places out here. Like, when we first moved out here and we were driving by, there's neighborhoods that are hidden by all the woods out here. I didn't realize there were neighborhoods in there. Yeah. Like, we were driving by and we were, you know, when we were looking for a house to buy, um, we were driving by one area and our realtor just takes a right because we're following him. And next thing you know, this neighborhood just miraculously, like, appears. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> where the hell did this place come from? Like, it, yeah, it's, it's like it's, that everywhere it's around kinda here. Like, it's so kind of like the, yeah, it's kind of like the area we stayed. We stayed in a and b that was kind of like that. Like, yeah, you drive it's along exactly this road like that. It just kind of curves around. It's going through the forest. And then suddenly houses are like, all right. Like, <laughs> it's whatever. so weird, dude. Yeah, it, it's really weird. Because, like, you'll see nothing for miles. And then all of yeah. a sudden, it's like this futuristic city. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> 
<laughs> fucking Wakanda just shows up in the middle of the goddamn world. Like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, it, it's like that. It, it, there was t- there were times where they were like, yeah, you just go here and you take a right and you're right there. And I'm on my way there and I'm like, there's nothing out here. The guy's full of shit. There's nothing out here. There's not even a sign right. that says that there's something out here. And then you get there and you're like, holy shit. Like, what the fuck? Where did this all come from? So. All right. Well, uh, getting into some news, uh, actual things that happened uh, with the, the gaming cast. community. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, the main reason why we do the cast listeners. Oh, is there a reason? Oh, okay. Supposedly. That's sometimes. Um, Sony. So let's start with the, the Sony stuff uh, and we can we can backtrack on some things. But uh, Sony had a PlayStation showcase that we honestly didn't expect a whole lot from. Uh, and they came out swinging, in my opinion. And I mean, they, they did. Like, no, there, there wasn't a yeah. whole lot of surprises, but the surprises that were there. I mean, listeners, it's been a while since I've thrown my hands up and cheered. Uh, you actually had to do that, it at least twice. That, that actually happened. Uh, I got to do that twice. I got to do it with uh, the Spider-Man Two. Uh, you know, showing off Venom. And I'm really hoping. Oh, Venom, dude! Did I'm you really see, hoping Venom. Did you catch a, the voice of Venom? Oh, fuck yeah! Yeah, yeah oh dude. yeah, <laughs> Candyman, oh, yeah. the original Candyman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Todd, Tony Todd. I was like, hell yes! Uh, I'm really hoping Venom is a playable character. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm okay because if he's even not. I'm glad off, that he's a bad guy. Ba- but here's the thing: you don't know if he is. Yeah, like, that's you, true. you heard? Okay, so yeah, so the, that's the, true. The, true. the one that was uh, the one that was speaking was I cannot remember his first name for the life of me, but he's the hunter. It's Craven. Craven, thank you. I, I'm assuming it's so Craven. They it don't sound, say it. It sounds like, it Craven, sounds like Craven, who's been, who's basically. It, it sounds like he's going to be the main, main bad guy. And they're actually going back to the actual Craven, where he's a badass. Where he's a badass. He's going to yeah. be hunting them. He wants to actually. He wants find a rival. Prey. He wants to have a rival. And the way it leads up, and then it says, "Yes, we, yes, we can." And I went, "That's." Ven-. I was like, "Holy shit, that's Venom!" As soon as it went, "Yes," I was like, "Oh," and he goes, "We can." I was like, "Yes," and. Yeah, All I, I can think gonna... of is that it might end up being a, he might end up being a playable character. Uh, it could be. It, it could it's also, Craven. Yeah, and it could also be a build up to the Sinister Six. Well, they've already could done Sinister too. Six in the first game. Yeah, they technically That's did. True. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm a huge fan of Craven. Craven got redone. He was remodeled after Frank Miller's Bane, and the mindset he's a mastermind, but he's more after a rival. So he. If you go to modern Craven, he manipulates Spider-Man's world to where he actually gets the Spider-Man he wants to fight. A Spider-Man that's been backed in the corner because he thinks that's the best version of Spider-Man he's going to fight. Yeah, someone who's Which then he gets his ass literally handed to him so bad that he actually ends up in a hospital for four years. Yeah. Um, but that's Craven's a mastermind. A lot of people don't know that. He's actually probably one, not the top, but probably in the top seven masterminds of Marvel in the sense of manipulating good guys. Yeah. I can see that. So I'm excited for Craven. Now you guys know I'm a Craven fan. Yeah, it's, uh, so that was awesome. I I went, you know, hands in the air for that. And I was, dude, lost I was ecstatic. My goddamn yeah. mind when they showed off Wolverine. Yeah, that was <laughs> fucking. That was dope. Went went to, like turned into a you know freaking six year old again. And it was being like, done by Insomniacs. I was like, "Fuck yes!" When they so when they started oh. out when they started out the trailer and they showed the people in the bar and it started going. I was like, if Miles goes, well, because it starts out, it says Insomniac. Yeah, it says and Insomniac. I, and it keeps going. I was like, no way. And Miles goes, Miles goes, uh, what is, he goes, he, he starts out, what is this? And we both kind of went, I went, is this Wolverine? And he goes, it also, it shows his hand, like he, when he shows his hand and, and clutches it, I was like, do the claws, do them. 
and it fucking pops the claws. I raised my fist and started yelling. I was like, yes! <laughs> you know, finally! Like, that That was so awesome. Like, I, I felt like a kid again. I was like, that. that is the kind of stuff I get super excited for. And I can't help but be excited, listeners, because they did such a great job with Spider-Man that I have to hope that they are putting the same kind of love and thought into Wolverine. I need to so, go buy. I need to. Buy, I need to play uh, the Miles Morales. It's worth it. I never. Yeah, I never. I never. Good. I never got around to playing it. Um, just I enjoyed I got, it. I just had the Harry Potter glitch happen to me twice. I gotta. I gotta Harry play Potter that. Glitch. What's the Harry Potter glitch? So when you're walking around as Miles in civilian mode, yeah, the glitch I had twice is he's just a floating head. Oh, that's weird. That's oh, <laughs> Harry Potter glitch. <laughs> yeah. All you have to do is reload. Yeah. And typically it'll. Go load everything in. back in, but it, it's weird when it happens. Like, I just stayed with it. I didn't do shit. I just stayed with it. Because, you know, um, I just wanted the cutscene over with. I was like, I just want this cutscene over with so I can get back to going. No, I, I was weird. I was really excited to because it was going on and I was at work when it started. That and, you know, hopefully the other thing we're going to talk about today, the Matrix trailer drops. So yeah, we'll to get, get to that. It. We'll get there. I think I was, we're just going to cover the showcase. I was trying to get as much information about the new Matrix movie as much as I could. But I was at work, and the showcase started at four on my side of the planet. Um, yep. So I I missed most of it. So I didn't. I waited. Oh, until, I had to watch it when I got home. Yeah, I waited. I waited until dinner, and then I tried to watch it. Um, well, I watched it then. But yeah, dude, Wolverine look. I mean, I hope it's done. Do I done the right way? I, like, I have done, a little like, bit of hope because Spider Man's so good. Yeah, yeah Spider Man's so have good. Complete faith in this. My only thing. Is I don't know if it's going to be M rated. I oh, guarantee. Sure. It. I, I guarantee imagine it. they yeah. would have to to do this properly. Dude, Spider Man, like Spider Man's M rated. If I remember, I mean, most, no, it's, it's not. not. No, oh, it's, it's not. not. It's um, T. Oh wow! But it seems like they put a team together of people that actually like these characters and want to give them proper stories. Yeah, a lot so, of a lot of people are sitting there going, they they want to see the M rating. I want to see an M rating. I mean, I played Wolverine Origins while that movie is. Dog, dog shit. shit. That game that, was awesome. That fucking but the game, game was, was fun. Badass. <laughs> I mean, no, that game was great. If it's yeah. not it sucked, though. oh yeah. If that's one of the few occasions where the game is better than the movie. Oh, that, absolutely. Right. That was my only concern with this was if they might try and pull off a teen-rated Wolverine game, and I'm like, Man, I yeah. really don't think. No, they and I'm actually even if they do, I don't think it would be that bad. I mean, it 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 really comes down to a lot of the gameplay fluidity. Um, yeah. and how it plays out for me. Um, obviously, if the story's good, it doesn't have to be mature, but now, if, here's, if it's a solid story, then I'm Here's okay something with it. that Miles brought up. What if they get Hugh Jackman to do the voice? Oh, dude, fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> fucking over. Fucking yeah. over. I, yeah, I, I said if, the same thing. I was like, what if, what if, I was, I was like, what, I'll I tell you right, thinking about it, like, what if they got him to do the voice and the mocap? I'll, I'll tell you right now, if they, if it's Hugh Jackman, I, I don't care if it's Hugh Jackman doing the voice. I will buy the collector's edition. I'll buy the console <laughs> that comes with it. Um, I will buy everything and anything involved with that game. Dude, I, don't get me wrong, dude. I'm okay if they even keep the same voice actor from the '90s cartoon. That's, oh yeah, yeah that's uh, even that's, him that's, that's as a backup. Yeah. I would actually almost rather have that. That's I'm, I'm fine with either or. Yeah. Like I, I'm good with either or, but if I get to pick, I'd rather have the dude from the uh, that's fair the '90s that's cartoon. Fair, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it would be cool, but I think it would be a really great. I mean, I know Logan was like Hugh Jackman. Yeah, almost nobody. Great, but I, I do have to say, almost nobody delivers a, a bub line like that guy. Say. 
was about to say, we're going to have a drink game for how many times he says, Bob, we got to take a shot. That's the big reason why I want it. Um, I don't get me wrong. I my concern is that they might try and pull off a teen rated Wolverine game. This is still a day one purchase. Wouldn't surprise me. me. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, um, and I think they can still do it well. I just hope it, that they'll go for an. I'm not perfectly fine. They, they kinda, don't even do a crossover. I think they put. I think yeah. they, that they're going to try and push for the M rating just because of Wolverine. The the blood. Well, it's Wolverine, and you see the blood on his knuckles and stuff like that. It's like I think they're going to try and go for the more adult version of wolverine than than the the teen rated one um there's a couple other things that were in that they were in that trailer i mean if listeners if you're a big fan of wolverine you might have noticed the license plate that's sitting on the bar yep. uh, wall that says uh, hlk 181 that is in reference to hulk 181 that's when wolverine made his first first official appearance in marvel he was mentioned before that but He's actually shown off, and this is this. I was his that big was the debut. first fight between Hulk and, uh, and Wolverine, which is his yeah. debut, yeah. which so, they end up having the teammate the face off against Wendigo. Yep, yeah. and a lot of people are kind of wondering: Is this going to mean that Hulk's also going to be in this mo- or in this game? Because oh, that'd be badass too. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to jump to too like too much. Like, I'm okay if oh. it's just even just a side mission. Right. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I get. I get. Lo- Loach is playing me right now. I don't want to give in to too much hope. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. Insomniac has done enough oh, like, I'm for not, me I'm that I'm willing to get excited for their games now. I don't think no, he's no, not no, getting no, excited. No, I, I, th- I, I think yeah. he's just saying like get, giving into too much or, or wanting too much in it, too much expectations on what yeah. the game is. Because then when the game comes out, and I'm not getting like the original Wolverine versus Hulk, or you know, like these costumes. That I mean, because I can't wait to see that. What kind of Costumes are we gonna see? Yeah, they did like they did with the first Spider-Man game. Right, where costumes exactly. have their own effects. Yeah, and they absolutely. actually are cool, and they have their own designs. And that's yeah. the thing, though, is the reason I'm willing to get more excited about that kind of stuff is Insomniac listened to the fans on a lot no, of things I, during Spider-Man. I'm not mm-hmm. doubting I mean, until so- they were starting to make death threats, and then they told everybody to fuck, fuck off, them, go fuck themselves. Yeah, like, not- we'll work with you, but you dude, I think I have more people. high hopes because yeah. we bring up the Spider-Man trailer, and he has the Doc Ock arms. On that trailer, yep. I almost done lost my shit at that part. So I'm not, well, I'm not doubting. Talk about the Iron, Insomni- the Iron Spider. Yeah, that was the, the Iron, Iron Spider. Spider? Yeah, yeah, that was, that the, was, that the, was Iron the Iron Spider. Spider. I'm, I'm not knocking oh, on Insomniacs. Oh. I'm not knocking on Insomniacs capabilities of making this game an amazing game. I think that it's going to be an amazing game. We I'm, understand that you're protecting your heart, Loach. Right. It's more. Well, it's, more <laughs> it's more about what to expect in the game. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I get even that. if it's not there at launch, I feel like if enough fans say, "Hey." This would be really cool. They may do it as DLC down the road. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a ton of DLC. Like, what if you start off as the Weapon X? You know, yeah. and is, you is the, that the tutorial? Is that, is the, that the tutorial? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, or is it, is it a, a flashback? flashback? Yeah, exactly. That'd be like, a good reason to do a tutorial as his origins. I mean, what if yeah, you end up button setups? What, what if one of the DLC is the whole old man Logan? Like. You dude, <laughs> don't exactly. Don't 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 stop. See exactly. Right. You're you're gonna get my hopes up. Yeah, you mean what? Listeners, if, what you you want to see me lose my goddamn mind? Make it old man Logan, and I'll you give you whatever Hulk the fuck you the want. Villain and old man Logan. Yeah, do old man Logan and Hulk is actually take, the villain, like in the comics. Take yep. take my money. Oh. Yeah, you guys want to watch me cry at the end of a game? Let's take, let's go with that. Take my money, dude. Right. I was already balling at the end of the first Spider Man. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody was. I had fucking allergies oh, pretty yeah. bad. I had allergies really bad. That's awesome. 
Yeah, no, I mean, I'm the worst of allergies. In, Insomniac, I'm not doubting Insomniac's capability of making this game phenomenal like they did with Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm not doubting that one bit. The only thing I'm doubting is how much content is going to be in there and how much they're going to really put. Granted, they listen to the fans, but you, you I mean, when people are going to be like, you know, even me, I'll I'll throw it out there. I'll be like, yeah, what if one of the DLCs Old Man Logan, you know, are they going to be yeah. able to really be able to produce that but still have a great story with Old Man Logan the really game would only work if it was, you know, open world scenario again and yeah. you'd ha- you'd have to put in hours i mean that that would literally be a game in itself yeah like, exactly put in so much fucking work yeah so like like i said i mean <laughs> it, that experience there's a lot of obviously there's a lot of content that they could do with wolverine i was excited to see that little teaser you know that the this is a big thing that they're gonna do i hope one day that it just all boils over and they finally do an x-men game like a proper like x-men game um there's a lot of the even with the Spider-Man 2 that's cool that maybe you're going to be able to switch off and do these great tag team duo stuff with the new Spider-Man game. Yeah, between Peter and Miles. Yeah, dude. Oh, where dude, you could Miles do these, and like, I sat there and, and when they combos. showed off the two fighting together, I was like, you're going to be able to switch like, off. Man, this looks this looks awesome. And Miles goes, do you think it'll be co-op? And I went, ooh. Oh, that'd be dope, too. I doubt <laughs> it. <laughs> but that'd be cool. I don't think it will, but... I don't think it, it will. I think badass. it'd be too much of a strain on the, the engine they build to do co-op. I don't know. I don't I know about that. Strain on the engine? I think it's just more of a playability. The storytelling, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing I could see is the like the storytelling part. If you're a really good superhero, and what if your friends are really bad superhero? Yeah, what, <laughs> what, if, uh, <laughs> what if you're playing with me, and I just want to beat the shit out of everything that moves? So <laughs> you're better off teaming up with me than the guy who gets the most combos. Right. <laughs> yeah, versus like Miles be pissed off because Miles is trying to go all stealth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I, I really I think that's one of the reasons why Miles and I get along so well when we play go up games because we're the ones that are stealth, and everybody else is just like I'm gonna go beat the shit out of everything. <laughs> yeah, Miles, is, Miles, we got yeah, stories of me just hopping in the middle of a fight. <laughs> you guys try and play everything stealth, and I live my life as Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> Well, that's like it's like when I play it's like when I play Destiny when I, when I play Destiny and everybody's doing like you know the big strikes or the uh, you know even the raids or like the dungeons and everything like that I sit there and I look at everybody and they're like well this is what you need to do and I, I'm literally the last one to chime in and I'm like dude just tell me what I need to shoot do I need to shoot these guys when they come in I'm crowd control that's all I'm here to fucking do I, I I'm pretty I'm sure not- we were superheroes just saying I'd be in charge of distraction. Yeah, Loach approaches Destiny the same way that Justin does of I don't know what I need to do, but I'm here to kill things. Yeah, yeah exactly. And that's, because- that's a problem for the rest of the group because because of that we can't get him up to raid level. <laughs> <laughs> like that's- don't get me wrong, you kill a lot of shit and it's great and that's Hold helpful. On. But at the Hold same on. time we're I'm- like, we can't get you up to raid level because we can't get you to do the other shit. <laughs> I no, I do but unlike Justin, I do do the other shit. It's just when it gets you like, do complete to- objectives eventually. Right. I, eventually, but but the thing is, is like when there's so much going on and I'm just like, OK, obviously I can't handle this. I'm old, I guess. So you just tell me where I need to point and click, man. Like, that's just how it is. Like, See, th- no, I go ahead. Say, that's that's my thing is uh, I, I do the same thing, but I, I look at it as doom guy. <laughs> okay, yeah. Everything like, in front of me needs to be dead and then we'll handle the objective. Exactly. <laughs> like, I remember like when we were playing Destiny the other day and or not the other day, but like, uh before we all got back on and yeah. Steve was getting frustrated with me. He's like, why aren't you using this power up? And why? Aren't... And I was like, I don't fucking know, man, because I don't fucking live on this game. If it's like, if you were telling me, Hey, I need you to put this picture in 
because your pitcher's getting tired and he has this great curveball. I'm going to understand that shit. But when it comes to destiny and you're like, you need this light level to do this and then you need this power up. I'm not going to understand that. If there's a baseball and a bat, I'll understand. If there's no baseball and bat, I'm not going to understand. Just deal with it and let me play. <laughs> like, Yeah, just think of it this way. The reason why Steve's doing that is because it's like the equivalent of you going, why don't you use a slider? Exactly. I know. I get it. I understand it. Trust me when I tell you, I get it. <laughs> it's like it's like when Donovan was playing MLB The Show, and I looked at it, I was like, why didn't you do this? Well, I didn't know how. What do you mean you don't know how? Like, I, I get it. I, I totally understand. But no, I, I, I the showcase was really good with Sony. Um, I cannot wait to not play these games because I won't have a PS5. Yeah, right. I have a PS5. Yeah, that's the thing. Say, like, we can keep we can keep with Insomniac talk, so... I thought it was kind of strange, but I guess we'll embrace the fact that they're re-releasing uh, Thieves' End and Lost Legacy and making them port. That's not Insomniac. That's is that not Insomniac? My bad. That's right. So no, we're not going to keep up with the Insomniac. Oh, it is Naughty Dog. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. My brain no, the, sucks, the reason why they're doing the re So, okay, reason why they're doing the re-release, listeners, why? Because they know they can get you to spend more money on the uh, PS5. I'm Obviously, curious if they're going to allow one. you to get a either free upgrade on the, P, or the PS5 version or if they're going to do the, because, I mean, this came out before launch. And they said originally, back when the PS5 was launching, anything that was going to be moving over to the PS5 ten was bucks. going to be a free upgrade. Or free or listeners. Bucks, yeah, with some of yep. the... And I'm curious if they're going to do the free or if they're going to ask you for $10 or if they're going to ask you to pay for the full thing again. I'm not paying for the full thing again. Nope. Uh-uh. No, fuck you. I, I'm uh, not happy about a $10 upgrade, but I'll do it. But if you ask me to no. buy the game a second time, you can eat a dick. Here's the thing, though, for us in the in the group that are PC players, are you want, are you really curious to buy that for the PC just to see what it looks like? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately when I saw that they were coming to PC, I was like... Huh, I wonder what that's going to be. I was like 60 frames per second, and I can just crank the shit out of it. I was more curious why they just didn't oh, man, port the whole really, collection really over to PC. Well, I mean, it's like we were talking about this the other day. You know, I I think... It, it, okay, so listeners, really quick, I will say, if, you have, if you're a PC player and you have not played the Uncharted series, do not buy Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy and just jump into it because you're not going to really... You're going to be you're confused. You're not going to know anything. You're, you're, you're not going to so know any lost. of the story. You're going to be. You're going to be like, all right. Well, Unless they do who's some this? kind of who's recap. Like, yeah. It, it, honestly, I don't know why. I, I honestly don't know why they're doing the, 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 the release collection of that yeah. instead was, of the entire thing. I don't know either. But the funniest thing, though, when we were watching, when I was watching it, and Nicole was with me when we were watching it, and the first thing out of her mouth was, "Hey, isn't that the game that you were playing when we first started dating that you were really bad at?" And I was like, <laughs> 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 and I was like, I was like, no, that was three. I was mediocre. <laughs> um, oh, man, yeah, funny. no, I, there's only one game that they are remaking that I will pay whatever the fuck they want, and that's Kotar. Uh, oh, my we Lord. We laughed about yeah. that. So, so really quick, Loach, I have to tell you, Miles and I laughed, and we were like, well, he didn't play the first ones, <laughs> so... Do you think he? Do you think Loach is losing his shit right now, wanting to wanting to play this one? And he goes, and, and he goes, yeah, I think so. I was like, of course, it's Star Wars. I already know what's <laughs> gonna happen. Loach is gonna buy it, then it's gonna collect dust. No, no I think <laughs> no, I think no. play it. Here's the thing: they're they're doing a remake, and <sighs> listeners, 
I was excited for this for a day. Yeah. I like literally, literally was excited for this game for a day. I meant to message you about this. I was so, I was so excited for this for a day, and then and this is also part of the Borderlands thing. Too. And yeah, and then uh, and, and, and listeners, they're 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 re- remaking the game. They're making it supposedly with better the mechanics. They're they're building it from the ground up, and it's supposed to be. It's done by a good studio who does be, good and remakes. They, and they they said yeah. that uh they are they are updating it to or updating the story for a new audience and that is always kind of a red flag for anyone mm-hmm. when you hear for a new audience for a new generation you're like oh okay that that sounds a lot like disney speak yeah i, which, I can tell which, you right now it is which we uh which we have always kind of gone whoa whoa, 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 calm down no <laughs> bad dog there's a reason why marvel comics and dc and, comics tank and i was i was super excited for this and then the next day i find out who the writer is for kotor and i oh. went oh shit so the writer her name is sam Meggs, and i'm not saying that she doesn't have any kind of talent or anything like that i'm just saying that she is a massively woke uh individual uh, to the point where she da- she she made daily tweets about how she was taking on the patriarchy. Never mind the fact that she works for men. Uh, really taking it to him, Sam. Really taking it to him. Uh, she sounds like listeners. If you saw her social media, like most people on social media, she sounds like a fucking nut job. But when I found out she was the writer, I was like, oh, okay. Well, what el- what else has she has she done anything that's kind of made people go, well. No, this person shouldn't be be writing this. And yes, unfortunately, she has. And uh, people have receipts. Uh, this is the downside to social media, and why uh, you shouldn't just say whatever the fuck you want on social media because people remember shit. And they uh, they keep it. The internet keeps it. Um, oh yeah, it's once on the internet posted, forever. it's there forever. Yep. So she had made a post about uh, somebody. Uh, essentially, somebody had asked, "Isn't your favorite Star Wars game Kotor?" And she wrote, no. <laughs> but we're going to get uh, her to write it. <laughs> okay. And uh, she also made statements like, uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi is the greatest Star Wars movie ever made. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, that uh, the only reason why people don't like it is because people are chauvinists and people are what? bigots. And men or women are, are, are against fa- strong female characters. Wrong. And if you don't like Daisy Ridley's you know, Ray, then you don't, you don't like her because you're a bigot. It has nothing to do with the fact that she's unjustifiably overpowered in the force with no training. She just can do whatever the fuck she wants. And she tried to justify that with, uh, well, Anakin was, was overpowered in the force just because he had a high and she, she goes this convoluted route of saying high metachlorian count. Uh, uh space. And that's the only reason that's the, that's the yeah, space eights. The only reason, the only reason, that's the only reason why he was so strong in the force. And I was like, actually, Anakin couldn't do any of that shit. Uh, and he, there's a reason why training. he was. There's a reason why he was constantly reminded by his betters that he still needed training. And he had years <laughs> and, of it. And why? Yeah. And why he would cut? Yeah. And he had years of it from the time he was nine years old to adulthood. Whereas Ray learned to move. I don't know boulders, twenty tons of rock. Uh. In less than ten seconds, <laughs> like okay, uh, you couldn't move a fight. You you could barely move a couple of stones before, but now you can just move all of this just because 
Ray. And that whole scene could have been avoided by just squeezing a montage. Yeah, literally, literally, you could have squeezed in a montage and skipped that whole problem for learning that shit. That's what I said. Eddie's gave us montages for a reason. This was the reason. See some training happen on screen, and I'll be okay with it. The problem was, is they never showed it. It's not even that they didn't even describe it. They didn't even like talk about it. Like I've talked to people that have read like all the books that came out in between. Apparently, it's not even talked about in the books. Nope. She's just insanely powerful. She's just insanely powerful. And then later on, it's like, oh, it's because she was the, the granddaughter of Palpatine. I'm like, that still doesn't mean that she knew how to shit. do this shit. Like, yeah. I, that doesn't make any, it still doesn't make sense. Ryan Johnson, you suck. <laughs> you're Anakin ter- was space you're a terrible Jesus writer and, uh, in Star Wars. I'm sorry, powerful. you are. I, while, while your movie is entertaining, it is not a good Star Wars movie. <laughs> no, and that's the thing. It's, and I, oh, God damn it. That's the most boring. I don't know. It's between it's, that it's and super, Phantom Menace. It's super convoluted. It's, really, it's yeah. really hard to describe. It's, it's kind of like the fact of like when you come across a Marvel movie that's it's entertaining, but it's not good. It's not a good Marvel movie. Captain Captain Marvel. It's entertaining. It's not a good Marvel movie. It was all right. That's I wasn't going yeah. in there with high expectations, though, either. Yeah. I mean, when you say it's all right, though, all right. But it's one of the Marvel good. movies you don't watch <laughs> well, no, again. Like, like, I enjoyed it's it. It's one you put on while there's laundry going on. It's I a mean, pretty good movie. It's a shit <laughs> it's like Marvel what? movie. Yeah, it's 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 an entertaining movie. It's not a good Marvel movie. Like, do you, do you see what I mean? Like, it's it's no, get, part of movie is the cat. It's kind of the same thing of. Last Jedi, <laughs> it's, a, it's an entertaining movie. It's just not a good Star Wars movie. <laughs> like, I, like I, I, well, you know, I obviously context with everything that was going on with it, and you know, the Last Jedi was <laughs> garbage. Um, yeah, you know, let's just be real about that. Uh, I, I, God damn it! All the reason Fucking why Star that Wars. movie is um, slightly better right? than Phantom Menace is because it doesn't have Jar Jar. So, so listeners, when I when I saw like when I saw some of the stuff that she was saying, like. You know, getting back to Sam, when when I saw the stuff that she was saying about the these things and how she treats fans, how she no, don't get me wrong, there there are people on Twitter that are completely hostile all the yeah. time. Trolls but will always she, exist. She's a troll too. Yeah. She's she's exactly the same way. She's exactly the same way as the people who troll on her. She's a troll lady, and she and she trolls back. Like I don't understand why you would hire this person to write your Star Wars movie or your Star Wars game. When she clearly has no real love for Star Wars. She has no love for the fans. She didn't, like, in her whole thing, finally I get to work on a Bioware project. Yay, great. You get to work for a company that's practically not the company that it was. And uh, make it worse? That's the reason why they're having to do remasters and remakes to yeah. get people back. And then, and then here's the thing on top of that, listeners. It's not a Bioware game. No, no. it's not. It's, it's not being made by Bioware. Bioware isn't working on it. It's being made by Aspire, who... Is, they have a good track record. They have a good track record of making good remakes and remasters. So yeah, oh, okay. well, hopefully they'll they'll put the reins on her. On and I uh, don't see it. I like when when you sit there and you're saying like, that's why I said I hope. I hope. Yeah, <laughs> this will yeah. be a game I'm gonna wait so, on buying. So while Loach yeah. has hopes, my hopes are deleted. <laughs> so you guys I, had to give me a sucker punch for another follow up yeah, on that game. That, when I on. found out about that stuff, I was the wine. I was the wine bot in fucking Futurama. Hopes. Deleted. Like that was me right then. <laughs> that happened. I was like, all right, well, I guess I like I I'll wait and see what people say. If I hear from fans, genuine fans, that that, that it's good, then awesome. But until then, I have zero hope for that game. I don't I'm think it's gonna be good boat. at all. Okay. So So this is this is where God I get to come it. in. Um It sucks. So because like I said, I was really excited for a day. For a day I knew hope. <laughs> for a day I had a new hope. 
And then it was gone. And then it was gone. So this is where I get to come in. I will still be buying this game. Same. <gasps> Shock. Same. Obviously. Yeah. I, yeah. Follow me here. here. Here's here's the look of surprise. Right. So my hope is, and this is this is the most optimistic you'll probably ever see me, given that Knights of the Old Republic is probably my top favorite game ever. Every tattoo that I have on my body is from the game. That's true. Yeah. I, yeah. For oh, I know. Yeah. So I'm hoping that. And, and again, this is just blind optimism coming out of me. This, this is rare, so enjoy the moment. <laughs> that maybe I'll be able to separate the work from the author, because apparently she had a hand in Spider-Man somewhere, and that game wasn't woke as shit. What? True. Yeah, I looked it up, some of the projects she's worked on. She's worked on some games that we all quite enjoyed. So really? I'm hoping maybe. Yeah, but when you have other you have other writers on there that can that, that can. She's not the sole that. writer. Yeah. When you're not the sole writer or the primary writer. Yeah. Again, yeah. I blind optimism. Just yeah. follow me. So <laughs> I'll still be getting the game. I just I'm going into it hoping that I'll be able to separate the author from the work. So let's just let's, let's get this out of the way. Uh, I just looked up the stuff that she's attached to, and if you're going in with optimism. God, I hope I do hope it is going to be good. I hope for your sake, it's going to be good if you're going to buy it or pre-order it. I will still wait. And when I looked at her writing credits, I got to say, not impressed. And the biggest one that stuck out was the thing that she actually said she was really happy about. She was working on a Brioware project finally. And it had nothing to do with this project. I found out that that was it was a much earlier tweet. She actually was saying she finally got to work on a Bioware game. It was Anthem. Yep. The Anthem. She was a writer for that garbage. Now granted, there was a whole lot of other things not just not just her writing that made that game bad, and it wasn't her fault for that. However, I don't re- recall the writing being that great either, and I do remember a lot of cringy dialogue, so Ah, who knows how much of that they used from her? Who knows? That project was a failure and a half, but that's where I just kind of go, eh, I don't, I don't, I just don't trust it. Sorry. Sorry, Sam. I do hope your game's good. Uh, I hope it's good for the sake of all the other gamers out there, but given your attitude towards fans and stuff like that, I I have zero faith. So here's, yeah, here's the thing. It was, listeners, it wasn't solely the author for me. While I didn't understand why she was brought in, the part that really made me go hopes deleted was the vernacular of for a new audience, for a new uh, generation. And I went, okay, that immediately sends up that 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 alone sends up red flags. And it does for me, too. But the thing is, is I feel like since they know that Knights of the Old Republic is so loved, they won't fuck with it too much. Disney knew Star Wars was was really loved. You guys ready? And and it tur- and it turned out that the roadmap that originally had been talked about with J.J. Abrams was completely thrown out the window, and then they had nothing after that. Yeah. Oh, but there's been enough fan backlash that they've seen that if they fuck with something too much, it starts to screw with their bread ticket. That's true. No, I agree with that because of the simple fact Didn't that look what we got from changing Slave One. Well, that's. <laughs> God damn it. Just saying that's a, that's a fucking classic right there. And no, I, I agree. The name of it. 
Right. They already did. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, it's already changed. It's the, well, for the show. It's yeah. a class. No, period. Yeah, that's out of canon now, I guess. It's the class of ship he flies, right? Am I understanding that right now? No, that was the name. It, the uh, the ship is a fire spray class. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, I do right believe it was Django that gave it the name. And Boba it was, kept it which the, yeah. the name is kind of a pun because Django was a slave, slave. as a child. So it's, it's Slave no, 1, it's Slave called. 1. No, yeah. I understand why so, it was called Slave 1. I'm saying the new one is, is named off the class of the ship. That's the name. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't remember the what their new using. name is, but I, I I just remember where the name came from. Like, It's what they, Josiah Disney, said. Disney, listeners, Disney changed that name because they thought that it was inappropriate. They didn't understand the and, story and, behind and it. That's because, Disney, you don't understand the fucking story behind it. It was called Slave One because he was the slaved one. Yeah, Django Dumbasses. got himself out of enslavement. <laughs> yeah, therefore yeah. the slave, slave one. one. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> it's just sorry. It's really infuriating when when no. you when when a property like that gets owned by someone who literally just oh we don't we, this is this is inappropriate. Based on what? <laughs> where, where are you getting that from? Uh, just how I feel. Do you know the significance behind it? Because it's kind of important. Yeah. It, <laughs> again, context is everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, anyways, my hope is that they'll. They'll kind of put the reins on her and be like, hey, don't fuck this up too bad. You're going to piss off a ton of people. Right. So that's my hope. I'm still getting it. I'm going in knowing that they're probably going to fuck up a bunch of stuff. I understand it's a remake. I don't know. So you're going to go with female or male? I don't know that we're going to have a choice. That's my thing. It was a choice. It was a choice in the original. Yeah. But I don't know if they're going to give us that choice. They're Given the fact that the the uh, the narration is by a female? Yes, I feel like they're probably going to make Revan a woman, which I don't care. Revan's still my favorite Sith Lord. Again, for those that don't know me, my forearm is covered in Sith tattoos. Yeah. So, I, I don't care if they Listeners make Revan a woman. in the, uh, in the Josiah secretly can- a Stormtrooper. Canon-wise, back when he was, when it was <sighs> originally part of canon, he was a, uh, he, it was a male. Primarily, yeah. uh, very few places listed him as female. Uh, a lot of people have a problem with it just because of the fact that, like, if if you're going to change that, then you have to change all that. But I'm in the uh, like I I still am in the camp of you should have a choice because I Riven agree. Riven Riven should always be kind of listed as no like it should always be kind of no one gender. of those legends of. We don't know what gender it was like it, because that's that was the whole point. Like the original idea behind Knights of the Republic was that you chose the character. You chose your main character. You had this mystery behind them. You find out about it and who they actually are. And while it became canon and it was commonly spoken of as a he or him, it's supposed to be based off of this was a legend of a person like you're experiencing that legend of what what took place. Yeah not the historical fact of star Wars. Right. Right. So whoever wanted whoever and whoever wanted to create a purely Canon story for it was, was allowed to. And that's, that's what became actual Canon, but you were supposed to be experiencing this legend behind this, this, this character. And I always, I like the idea of like, you're, you should be allowed to choose whichever gender they were because it could be told by somebody else. And like, suddenly that person's a guy, suddenly that person's a girl. Like, Stuff like that happens in actual storytelling, yeah. And that's kind of how how I've always seen you know Kotor. Well, I'm hoping they don't go the solidifying of oh, it's got to be female. 
Well, it's or like even the, oh, it's got to be male. Like, well, you can't like, have one or the other. It's like right. the story of Sa- uh, Sa- uh, Samus. For years, everybody thought it was a male, and then all of a sudden, she's a. It's well, a, she's what's a funny chick. is for years, everybody thought it was male because the only people who ever who actually knew her, anybody who completed the first fucking game, right? Exactly. <laughs> but for years, everybody thought it was, you know, she was a male, and it was actually a girl. And I was that's like, a girl. That's cool. You know, when you when you take that suit off, blonde hair, standing yep. there, you know, in a blue suit. Right. So, so as far as I could tell, two of us are in the camp are going to get it, and the two of us are like, no fucking way we're going to cave in and buy Knights of the Woke Republic. I, yeah, I, I will not buy it until I hear from actual fans yeah. and from people who actually Basically, play Basically, Josiah, we're reliant on love, you. Love the original, <laughs> listeners. Love yeah. the original. I will, not pa- I will not pay money for it until I hear from them that, yeah, it's good. Yeah. So basically, you're just going to wait for me to play it. I'm going to wait for you to play it and beat it. Okay. Yep. Um... <laughs> And the other thing is, so this was announced as a PS5 exclusive, but it's also coming PC. to PC. Now, the thing that I couldn't Time figure out, exclusive. I have not heard consistently one way or the other if it's coming out at the same time on PC or if it's that's, timed exclusive. That's the thing that was confusing. That's what caused confusion between me and Loach when we were having our conversation about it. Because Loach is like, no, it's 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 on other, it's, it's going to be on PC. And it was like... Okay, but the problem I'm having is I cannot find anywhere, even from even from the developers, anywhere saying consistently day one. Yeah, every, because everything says built from the everything else says built from the ground up for PlayStation. 5. I, I'm I'm telling you right now, it's probably a timed exclusive. Yeah, and everything that I've read says, oh, it's coming to PC. And the immediate first three comments below that are same day, or are we waiting a year like Xbox players? Yep. Because. Again, like everyone else, I'm not willing to cough up $1,400 for yeah. scalped PS5. And the relationship, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is is re- relationship-wise with Aspire, essentially is Sony drained money into this and helped them develop it, but they didn't. They don't have like sole publishing rights to it. Yeah. No. So it's it's a t- it's obviously a timed exclusive. Yeah. Okay, well, if it's a timed exclusive, does that mean it's ex- it's a timed exclusive only on console and you're getting it on PC on same day, which is how sometimes those work. Like it did with uh, Tomb Raider, yeah. With uh, with Xbox, oh, that's came out just... on the same day for Xbox, came out on the same day for PC. Yeah, there's a lot of games, and then that it was like that. a year later. Yeah, and, and exactly, and but there are other games who have also done timed exclusive only right. on console and didn't come to any platform until like, way later, like six uh, months DLC. Yeah. Blair, Blair Witch was that way. Microsoft drained money into it, gave money to them for it to come out on their console first. It came out only on the console, wasn't on PC for a while, right. and it came out on PC before it came out on PlayStation. And there's, and there's been DLC like that. Yeah, that's my You're big right. concern, is it's coming to PC, which is what I'm going to get it on, Right. but am I going to be waiting a year? Yeah, it's, or you might like, be better say, off. <laughs> say I'm able to walk into Walmart and buy a PS5 today. Mm-hmm. Shit. Like, am I still going to be waiting a year yeah because i don't know i i'd probably wait for pc anyways yeah not to put a whole dampener on this we're actually going to have a conversation about this probably later but uh news came out that uh two or they're expecting they're expecting shortages on consoles and graphics cards and everything for quite some time up to 2023 now listeners oh yeah yep I'm not so, gonna. I, yeah. I I don't have money for upgrades right now, anyway. So yeah. that's that. Again, I, I feel kind of lucky. This still doesn't affect me. My my system is uh, it's starting to show its age a little bit. It did on a couple of games though, but part of that I think had to do with the 
how badly optimized they were. Yeah. Based off the conversations we've had in the past. I'm yeah, not, they're just uh, poorly uh, optimized games. It, it's starting like when brand new games come out and I'll buy them. I'm like, yeah. okay, I, I need to start looking. Not yeah. like I need update yesterday. It's yeah, like, like yeah. mine was like mine was start. like mine was like over a year ago when I was like, all right, well, my system is really starting to show its age. Yeah, mine is just now starting to show its age. Yeah. So I've got another year, maybe two, if I really got to push it. Gotcha. I, I honestly, I'll, I'll end up buying an Xbox Series S first or Series X or whatever the fuck it's called. I'll buy the well, fridge I mean, first. We, and then we've had this conversation. Me and Vargo are primarily PC. Well, yeah, yeah. For then, uh, for the X or for the Xbox side of things, we will be on PC for that gen- for the for this next or for this current generation. Because every game that I want is also coming to PC. Right. So exactly. I have no reason to buy one. Yeah, I'll end up buying an Xbox whatever first, and then Series X. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably get a Series X too. I've just given up. And my biggest thing though soon. is what's gonna what's gonna really sell it for me for the PS5 right now though is the fact that if they stop making MLB the Show for both. PS4 and PS5. That's going to really Yeah, I heard that the the, PS, the next PS5 or the next version is supposed to be just PS5, right? Right. Yeah, there's a rumor going around. I I don't think San Diego Studios is going to fuck us over that hard, but um, I hope not. I mean, I know Especially if it was up to them, it was just did a dual release on Xbox and PlayStation. Right. I don't think the I don't think it would be up to them though. That's the issue. It might be up to yeah. Sony. And I'm a little concerned about that because if all of a sudden they're like, yeah, MLB, the show's only going to be on PS five. I'll end up ending up buying from a scalper and that's going to be the solid line about it because that's my game. Yeah. That's what I would go to. And that's always how it is. Well, that also, that also puts you in a crux of the fact that it it's estimated, even though we're having the shortage that we're supposed, we are supposed to expect a PS five pro by the right. end of 2023. Can't wait yeah. to see all the scalpers snag that model. motherfucker. Yeah. Right? Like, so with the shortages and stuff like that, listeners going on, it, it, it that brings up a valid question of, is that actually going to happen now? Are we going to see a PS5 Pro in, at the end of 2023? Yeah. Fuck I'll, if we know. Like, yeah, I'm not going to... I mean, honestly, if all these games that are coming out... Oh, excuse me. On the uh, PS5 or, you know, what was shown on the showcase or only PS5... Yeah, it's going to suck, man, because I'm not going to be able to really get those right now. Unless I can fucking, like Josiah said, walk into a Walmart and all of a sudden there's one there. I'll be like, yeah, mine. Thanks. Yeah. And um, Sony has put their line in the sand and already said that all of their games, all their exclusives are going to be $70. Oof. Going forward. Oof. The, you know, <laughs> we knew yeah, eventually it was going to happen. Spider-Man oh, 2, yeah. Wolverine, those are all going to be $70. God of War is going to be $70. Bro, oh, goddammit, uh, yeah. I, I and, they've are, yeah, and they've already said that they are going to be doing the, you buy the $70 one if you're going to want to have both the PS4 version and the PS5 version. So they, they've put that line in the sand. We're no longer getting what was originally talked about of if you buy a PS4 version, you're going to get the PS5 version for free because now they've said, oh, but that was only for launch, for the launch window. That's not how you guys worded it. That's how Jim Ryan wants to word it. Right. And then you're hearing a lot of these rumors about the PS5 Pro and the price point is going to be upwards of $600. That's a that's a high price point, man. I mean, I get yeah. it. I get it. You know, you're getting a lot of hardware and all these games. But I mean, $600 is $600 for a system. That's I don't care what gen it is. And four, four to $500 is still a lot of money. I mean, that's you're, you're literally asking. <laughs> you're literally asking people to buy an entire new system. 
which isn't different from the past listeners. I will grant that. But the thing is, is, you know, you're thinking about like, think about the exclusives that are coming out and the way that, you know, I, I put a line in the sand last week after uh, Sony's whole Horizon Zero or Horizon Forbidden West bullshit where you had to have a goddamn, you know, chart to figure out what version you were going to get. And until we're they back finally to having broke, charts to figure yeah, out what you had to until get. So they finally broke down and said, oh, what we're going to do is we're going to give you guys what we promised you, which is you buy the PS4 version, you get the PS5 version. So right. before that, it was it was this nonsensical like pricing mechanic that they had come up with. You don't think Sony's going to try and do that shit to you in the future? Like this company, this company is is has gone back to the PS3. We are too big for our britches. We are too big to fail. We can do whatever the fuck we want, and people will buy our games. Well, I put a line in the sand and said, okay, well, I will only buy your console and buy your exclusives on that console. I will not buy any third party games on your system. Mm-hmm. Ever, I will buy any third party, any third party games. I will buy on my PC. Why? Because my PC is not dicking me over for a fucking percentage. I feel like I'm talking about Waylon Utani from fucking Aliens. <laughs> you don't see them dicking each other over for for just a lousy percentage. Yeah, it's gonna be um interesting, and that's putting it mildly. Yeah, yeah, it's just weird. So well, bad greedy uh, decisions. What it is? Yeah, yeah. So the the Xbox slash PC for this generation, listeners, is going to be my. That's going to be my main console again. I'm going back to what happened during the the 360 PS3 era of the 360s, my main console, and I will get exclusives on my on my PS my PS3. And yeah. the reason why that was is because when Sony came out with the PS3, they wanted six hundred dollars for a console. And that had never been heard like that had that hadn't been sorry, I shouldn't say never been heard of that hadn't been heard of in a a decade (laughs) of somebody wanting that kind of fucking money for a console and overstepping their bounds, wanting, you know, wanting too much cash for a system that was actually weaker than its competition. And I sat there going, all right, well, they they became too. They had the same mentality back when the PS3 launched. They were too big to fail. After the PS2, the PS3 launched, they were like, we're too big to fail. We'll charge $600 for the system. And people went, I don't think so. Like, no, that's not happening. Sorry, I'm not, not going to buy a console. They had an exclusive library to go yeah, on. They had, they had very few games to start with. So people were like, all right, well, I'm not going to do that. And it's still, like Sony had to drop the price. I remember this. In the, in the first year, had to drop the price two fucking times before it started selling anything, really. I remember that. I was working at Game Crazy at the time. Yeah, they yeah. they had the fifty dollar price drop, and then they had the 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 additional fifty dollar price drop, and finally the console started selling after that. Yeah, it's and it, it's getting out of hand, and there's gonna yeah, be, it, it was gonna be a bubble, and it's gonna pop. Yeah, and that's and that's kind of where they're at now, listeners, and it's gonna be curious to see where where is that ceiling, where is where is Sony gonna finally realize we fucked up, we need to turn the boat around. Because when Again. when the PS3 was doing that, it took it literally took a CEO coming in, uh, Jack Trenton coming in and saying, "Okay, we need to we need to really turn this ship around." Right. Because right now we're we're dangerously close to that fucking iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> and this is going to be bad if we don't do something now. Yep. So. But the bonus of the PS3 was it could fry the hell out of an egg. <laughs> that's a, that's fake. <laughs> that was so fucking bullshit. I know it was. It still was a funny, funny though. Video. <laughs> it was still a funny video though. No, I, I, yeah. I've made this comment in the group chat before. It's why you like, put ham on it, not an egg. Yeah, say what you want about the PS3. <laughs> as as much as expensive it was, that was a solidly built console. Right. 
It was uh, heavy as fuck, too. Yeah. <laughs> but I've made this comment before in the group chat. I feel like the, the consoles kind of switch every generation. And they do yeah, that, yeah. It does. They, they'll learn, and this is the one where Sony's back to fucking up. So I have high hopes for the PS6. Yeah. Being Microsoft awesome. learned Microsoft <laughs> learned their lesson with the <laughs> Microsoft learned their lesson with the Xbox One. Uh, they learned the, the the mistakes that they learned from were we made a weaker console. We focused too much VCR. on trying to be entertainment. You know, TV, TV, TV. Uh, they didn't didn't come out with a lot of games uh, exclusive for it. They didn't they didn't really support and they and they kind of for the Xbox One at the beginning they kind of stopped supporting the PC for a while. They learned their lesson. And they came back with this one going okay. Like by the by the end of last generation, they were going fuck that. Everything gets supported. We are focusing entirely on games. We're buying up studios. We want to make sure that we are selling people video games. We aren't going to worry too much about the hardware. Right. The hardware side of it will come, and we're going to keep moving towards a generational future where we're going to we are going to be pushing, which they currently are, for streaming our games. Okay. I sat there going, okay, Microsoft fucking gets it. Microsoft gets it going into this generation, going, okay, we know we know what we're doing now. Yeah. Sony's still stuck the in the past. The that I'm getting from it more is, uh, fuck you, you'll buy it. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, I, I agree with that, absolutely. Um, like, well, we know you want it, so fuck you, you'll buy it. Right. So uh, some other games that were shown off at the showcase that I actually really wanted, I like, really am actually looking forward to amazingly were games that I just kind of like, I never really thought I would actually be into. One of them was originally uh, shown off at the AMD uh showcase when they were when they were showing off some of the technology essentially coming out for okay. that can run well on their systems uh and that was originally i think it was called uh, project athea mm-hmm. yes, and uh that's now called for spoken that looks really intriguing looks really cool has some neat gameplay going on the traversal for that open world area when she was you know dashing across the, the land i was like that's badass right uh it looks like a really cool kind of game. It looks like a game I would be absolutely interested in and hoping and it's not as difficult as Dark Souls because I'm terrible at those games. But as cool as that world is, I might be willing to try it out and just, you know, maybe get good. We'll see. Right. Yeah, I'll I'll make a I'll make a solid try on that one. Yeah. Uh, the you other know one, a new one that actually had my interest was the uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. That's not really a new one. I know it's that not was really shown, that was shown off a long time. That, that was the one that had that really cute developer. Yeah, she was the she was the creative director that left. I still want to know what happened. Yeah, I really do want to know why she ended up leaving. Like yeah. they basically she basically kind of said she just did, she just moved on. But I'm like, was it because it was too like was it because you became too popular because when you were on stage you were so goddamn cute gamers lost their fucking minds or was it. Like I, I'm curious if it was like creative differences where they were doing stuff that she did or wanting to do stuff she didn't agree with. Um, but it does look cool. I got serious VR vibes from it though. Yeah, that was my that was where I'm on the fence right, on it. Yeah. I'm like, if it's VR, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, but it any, looks cool as shit. Like, anytime where it's like a my first interest. person view and it's doing a lot of stuff with your hands, I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, the other one that I was looking at was uh, Project Eve. Yes. Yeah. Um, I do. I do. <laughs> my immediate did. response when uh, when you posted this trailer was, is this a Bayonetta prequel of some right? sort? Yeah. 
and I'm not saying that in a bad way. I loved, uh, I've only played the first one, but I loved Bayonetta. It had, oh, it I had, love one and yeah, two. Yeah, it had some serious Bayonetta fives. It looked it, like it was made by the same developer. It was Platinum uh, Games. Platinum Games. My, my immediate thought was, is Platinum Games involved in this in some way? Can Ironically, Platinum? Platinum Games shot out a tweet after they got released saying, we're still making Bayonetta 3. Yeah. Because Platinum is another one of those studios that if they put out a game, even if it's not something I'm really terribly interested in, I'll buy it just because the like the combat in those yeah. games is so fun. Yeah. It's the like, only- I'm not, I'm not he, he really a huge fan of Bayonetta, but this one caught my eye. I was just like, this is really cool. And it's not listeners. It's not just because she's cute or hot. That helps, but it helps. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it, it does look really cool. And like the only downside that I, you know, that I had from the trailer was that, you know, it was all in Korean and I, and I have a hard time keeping up with uh, subtitles. Yeah. But it was cool. I think my uh, only issue is with some of the QTE that I the, saw. Yeah, there. QTE kind of makes me a little weary. But uh, it was like, here, hit one button. I'm okay uh, with hit one button real quick. And then, well, then, do, like, and then there was, Miles brought this up, then there was the uh, the Battletoads tunnel. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> that they yeah. showed her in. I was like, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> I felt my blood pressure go up a little bit just watching that. I was like, no. Did you? I got all excited. I was like, let's fucking do this. But it was cool <laughs> enemies. Miles did say that some of the enemies felt like we'd seen them before. I wonder if we've seen before this trailer, if we had seen stuff like teasers for it in the past, because some of the enemies did look familiar. It did have a familiar feel. I all think right, so- we may have seen like bits and pieces like thrown into like a reel somewhere. Yeah. Because it did look like the main character looked kind of familiar. The mm-hmm. enemies looked very familiar. The, yeah. That was where I was getting a lot of the Bayonetta feel to mm-hmm. it. Um, For a second, I thought the title wasn't uh, Project Eve, but Parasite Eve. And I was like, they're remaking Parasite Eve? <laughs> I'd be down for that, though. Those games. And that's what I thought when he saw like, those, those squid ass mutant yeah. creatures. I was like, is this like a remake of Project or Parasite Eve? Just different style? Right. Um, that being said, this is another one that I'm going to keep an eye on. This looks yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, one that, uh, that you had brought up Anderson and I'm, I don't know where you're at with it, but, uh, I won't, I won't be buying this until I know it won't brick a system. <laughs> and, and it's, it, here's the thing, listeners. It's also, it's also attached to Sam Meggs. I know, uh, but that trailer was so fucking awesome as a fan. It was okay. No, fuck you. That was awesome. It was okay. This, this, <laughs> I'm sorry. The, the, the cut was all right. The editing was okay. That's the song the that song, won you over. The, the song is shit. No, fuck you. It was great. The song is shit. Shut the fuck up. That song is <laughs> shit. If Miles were here, he'd be telling... He, if Miles were here, Anderson, you would no longer be his best friend. That's tough to do. I've saved his life so many times. I'm telling you right now, you would no longer be his best friend. I'd be his best friend. <laughs> you got Loach. I got Miles. That was that's, the agreement on this divorce. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. So, Tiny Tina... Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, like it, it's a fun idea. It's I have, based off of the DLC that came out for yeah, for it was uh, two. Uh, the first Tiny Tina's one. Uh, well, it was a great story because uh, Badassdom was originally Tiny Tina's working through her grief of the yeah. death of Roland, and it was Borderlands two hands down from start to finish, including DLCs, is the best one in the series just because how well oh, written it is. Yeah, no, no question. And there's a reason why Handsome Jack won Villain of the Year not once but twice in video games. Yeah. Uh, but I get where you're coming from because we've had so many technical issues on Borderlands 3, breaking systems, turning off systems, functionality, the story kind of was bland. 
that's where that caused my hope to go away from this new one because I'm like, yeah. uh, three just wasn't that great. Three was just okay. Yeah. The um, DLC for three is better than the main campaign, and that is not a good thing. Yeah. So, listeners, I already had my my reservations about the game just because of th- like just because of three. I mean, three we universally experienced the same problem of it shutting off our system. I think I'm the only one that's or, actually fully completed three at this group. Or yeah, no, we we well yeah we didn't do the DLCs. Yeah. Um. And because of the amount of problems we had, and the fact that we couldn't play with each other, because anytime oh, yeah. we tried to play with each other, it would freak out. One of us would break, or one we would us, never connect. Yeah. One of yeah. us would disconnect. One of us would wouldn't be able to connect. The system would shut off. Like it, like that game was so buggy that we just I I'm not gonna play this until I know it's not gonna fucking. Yeah, the only way system. I was able to get through everything was to play solo by myself. Yep. Even if I try to hop on with a different friend, all the issues started again. Yep. It was something that never got fixed and Gearbox had no interest in fixing it. They, no, they, it they don't even bring it up in any time. And there are still forums where people are asking like, why haven't you fixed this? They don't care. Gearbox has, they don't care enough to fix Borderlands three. And we saw a comment from someone. It's a, after, after the experience of Borderlands three, I think I'm good. And that was exactly what we, what miles and I thought. Watching I think this. I'm on the same bat. Like I'm going to wait until this, so this yeah. has been out for a little while, and I hear good things. I, yeah, I have to know: is this going to brick my system? Is this going to do what it, what Borderlands Three did? And it, based off of it's based on the same engine. Well, I can see it's going to have the same problem. So I think the other reason why I don't have an issue Borderlands Three is because I didn't pay for it. That one was a present for me. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, that'll that'll buy a lot of goodwill for me. If I didn't pay for it and it's shit, I'll probably still enjoy it. <laughs> And then on top of that, I hear that uh, Sam Meggs is also a writer on it. And I went, I, I don't know if she's the lead writer on it, but she's a writer attached to it. So I hope I have hopes for this game. I just ever since uh, ever since three, I'm going to wait. Yeah, I also have a person. I also have a personal problem with giving money, any money to to Randy Pitchford. Uh, listeners, I've said this on the podcast before. I think it's a piece of shit. Yeah, I honestly think Randy Pitchford is the real life Justin Hammer. <laughs> All right. Um, the other game that was thought that I wanted to bring up, and I know we've been going long, listeners, but bear with us. Uh, God of War Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. And it's still Bear McQuarrie making the music. So excited oh. for that! Like listeners, that that God of War is a is a series I will buy a console for. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's sorry that. I, I know I've been railing against the machine. Fuck you, Sony, and all that shit. But at the same time. That is a series that I fucking love. It is a series I love with all my heart. And uh, I yeah. have owned and played every single... I owned a PSP for God of War, for God's sake. Uh, you know, I even crapped on that system. I thought they were actually kind of cool. That's fair. I loved I wasn't, mine. I wasn't big into it. Most of the games I, I most of the games I had for it kind of sucked and I wasn't very good at. But I owned God of War and I was good at that. <laughs> Guys and girls... Vargo's such a fan of God of War that he forced me to borrow his system to play the games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm that guy. <laughs> Which like, I end up falling you, in love with him. You have to play these. You have to I'm understand. A, you know, like, there's great I games. cannot be alone uh, in this. Like, I still have won the greatest deal of all time and got the uh, Uncharted Collection for a Jimmy John sandwich. <laughs> uh, it was worth it. Oh, no, it wasn't Jimmy John's. It was Firehouse Subs. It was, it was still worth it. It was, yeah. it was a good sub. And those are great games. So, uh, but oh man, God of War is just so fantastic, and I love the fact that you know it's still the same. 
It's still Brad McQuarrie making the yeah, music for this next one. They're bringing they're bringing in Tyr, who is the god of war for the, uh, the Norse, Norse mythology. mythology. And when he stood up and was just towering, three over feet Kratos, taller than Kratos, I still, yeah. I still looked at it. I was like, "You, you got to start shit. You're not going to do anything." <laughs> <laughs> like Kratos will fuck you up. <laughs> so here's the thing I'm excited about, and we talked about this when I was playing through the first one. And I said, I wonder if they bring in Thor, if he's going to be more uh, mythologically accurate. And the first thing I saw was a picture of him. I was like, they fucking did it. Yeah, yeah. they gave he's, him dad bod. He's, over, yeah. he's overweight. He, he looks he's, like he's a li- he looks like he's kind of stout. He's a fucking redhead, like he actually is in yep. the myths. And uh, they're making him an asshole, which he was. Oh, in dude, the myths. yeah, he's a complete asshole. Everybody thinks they know Thor. They know the comic book character. Yeah. yeah. They don't know actual mythological Thor. Thor is like actually like one of the top ten worst gods ever because he's actually with there with Zeus because the amount of shit that he did. No, you're wrong. Zeus was terrible, but he's still in the top ten on that kind of stupid shit he did. <laughs> Fucking Josiah. No, you're, no you're, wrong. you're wrong. He's not that bad. <laughs> oh yeah, bullshit! He's bad, but he's, he's not bad. top ten. Yeah, oh, he, Thor, Thor was still Thor. Thor even in Norse mythology, Thor is still considered a defender of uh, of the Asgard. people. He's just yeah. an asshole. Uh, he's just an asshole. Uh, <laughs> Fucking Zeus, awesome. Zeus, Zeus is. That's a whole Zeus level the top, of evil. Though. I mean <laughs> that that really like really listeners if if you want to if you ever want to learn about like what really gave God the gods of of Greece a bad name and and kind of there's really no way to explain like the the mythology behind this like why anyone would worship these assholes is beyond me other than the fact that they had you know the Greeks had to come up with some reasoning for why shit just kept going wrong uh <laughs> The the Greek the, the Greek mythology like the, those gods were just evil and let's face it half of those half of the problems in uh, Greek mythology could have been solved if Zeus would have kept it in his pants really yeah absolutely oh yeah but he's any, rape women, anytime, so. yeah because pretty, pretty much any time like any time there was a disaster or something like that it was based it was it was blamed on the fact that Zeus had sex with somebody else and Hera was pissed off and Hera is the reason why everyone had to die. Like, like that, that's kind of like that's kind of how their their belief system went. So if that's how their belief system went, like you got to start wondering, man, maybe the gods were just complete pieces of shit. Oh, dude, and the actor, <laughs> the voice actor they picked for Thor was a fucking fantastic choice. Yes, that yeah. was another Ryan thing. Hurst. Um, yeah. I'm excited to see what they're going to do with Tyr. I feel like that's going to be a, a two piece boss fight. I think it's going to be a reminiscence of the original. You, God think, of Wars. you think you're going to have to fight him? I think we're not only going to have to fight him, we're going to have to fight uh, Fenris. At the I can see time. that. Oh, okay, yeah. I can see that. I can see them taking on a part of God of War, and somehow Kratos has to absorb Tyr's powers. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I feel like that's going to be... Uh, he, he's not going to be the real boss on that one. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I could I could see Tyr getting so fucked over that the best decision is for Kratos to take his mantle. Basically. Yeah. That, I will laugh if the the fight with Thor is over in like the first four minutes of the game, though. Oh, it probably will be. <laughs> I can, mean, I could totally see Kratos picking up the hammer like stubbornly, like the Hulk, and smashing his brains in. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't. Here's here's the thing, listeners. If you're expecting a huge battle with the the with Thor at the beginning, I don't see that happening for one simple thought or one simple thing. I don't I don't see Thor being the the main big baddie. For the main no, reason, no, I think the main big bag is still Odin. Yeah, yeah I think Odin. the main, well, and I think, yeah, I think the main reason why Thor is not going to be that big of a deal is because uh, he wasn't protected by uh, any kind of magic and the fact he can die. 
So. Well, here's the other thing, because the first game introduced uh, Jormungandr, so I could totally see Thor being traditional and Norse mythology and Jormungandr taking him out. That's possible, yeah. And that's the, the other thing that we talked about. Uh, my problem with the original God of War is none of the Norse gods, by definition, are Act immortal. like themselves. Oh, yeah. yeah, like they're not protected. You can kill any of the gods at any time. Yeah, they're ex- not impervious, except for Balder. Yeah, because you know, and you know, well, we Balder's curse. Anyways, so yeah, yeah, we um, kill him several times. Right. <laughs> um, he he just finally keeps coming back, and he doesn't come back at the end. <laughs> well, that's why I was saying I feel like this is going to be a different series because you can actually go kill the gods. They're not immortal. You don't mm-hmm. have to jump through a bunch. Well, of it's all different. You just have to yeah. beat the shit out of them. Yeah. So I'm. Since boy is Loki, it's all different. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. very curious to see where this is going. Yeah. Um, uh, and it I'm, sounds to me like they're actually wrapping up this story with one game. They are. So they're going to have just the two. Yeah, that's. It doesn't. It sounds like. Uh, and that's what they were saying at that Q and A at the end of the conference or whatever. Yeah. Um, that it, it is the end of the Norse one, which means yeah. Uh, you know, if you, if it's a good enough story, to wrap it up good. I'm fine. Uh, hopefully they. They hint uh, where they're going next. Yeah, and Corey Barlog is asked if this is the final game. He and, would not uh, say. <laughs> never heard of it. Don't hurt your Yeah, I'm about. curious. Like, I'm curious where they would go next. It'd be kind of cool. Japan. If that'd, I get to pick, they're going to Japan. That'd be dope. That would Egypt. Be, Egypt. Also would be a good pick. They cool. they slightly lightly touched on Egypt in the original series. Originally, yeah. yeah. Originally, the, they the, lightly stepped the into first. It. Uh, the very first series was actually supposed to go. Listeners, the original series for God of War after two, if they had gotten to do the game that they had wanted to, which uh, would have required the length of essentially two games. Uh, I don't know if you guys played two or not. If you haven't, uh, it's, I highly recommend it. But Fuck originally Jesus. the idea that Corey Barlog and uh, what's his name? Jaffe? Yes. Uh, originally Barlog and Jaffe had this, this, conversation about how God of War was going to go into other mythologies and Kratos was going to fight gods from other Yeah, I think he was the original plan to stay with the Mediterranean. Is, yeah, which is what left yeah. which is what led to what we what we have now of him taking on other mythologies. Cuz I remember in the um, PSP game, one of the PSP games you had me play, he took on a few of the Persian gods. Yes. Yeah. Uh So the idea behind that, I think, originally was that Kratos was eventually going to wipe out all of the other gods and all pantheons and becomes God. That was that was kind of the idea that they had. Uh, I don't know if that's exactly where they're going now, but it would be kind of neat to see him go from this pantheon to another one of of that. Or if not having Loki go into the other pantheons and, and that's the new the new main character depending yeah, on kind how of this, take up depending yeah, on yeah. how this goes i don't know how this is going to end up right? yeah, Actually, you know what i guess so. as long as it's a well-written story i'm happy yeah, yeah. no right. I'm, I'm i'm cool with that i i would love to actually see loki or you know boy um actually at the Atreus. I, yeah, boy. <laughs> I, I i actually think what it, what would be really cool is that him and kratos have a falling out and he becomes the next villain to Kratos, um, and yeah, I don't see. I don't. I don't like, see that happening. happening. One, I don't. I don't, in the first one, I don't like that idea because that just makes me think of the the, the last game. That's and fair. It's a repeat. Of, it's a repeat of history. The last game when when Atreus was kind of losing his shit and becoming a uh, 
Hence why he's called the ghost of Sparta. Just because of that. Like all of us were like, I'm really not liking your kid now. Uh, I hope you just slapped (laughs) the shit out of him. Uh, there, there's that moment in the first game, or in the I shouldn't say the first game, the last game where you're like, you, you kind of feel that way. Like, I, I, this kid's He's kind annoying. of a pain in the ass. He's annoying. Yeah. Uh, he eventually snaps out of that, and he grows on you. And he, and he, it's not just that he grows on you. He snaps out of like the whole "I'm a god and I'm part god and I'm going to be a badass." Like that's where he was heading. He was heading down the same road as Kratos, right? And that's what that that's what I don't want to see happen again. Like it's just kind of like, well. All right, well, now we're just repeating history and Kratos has to kill his own kid. Yeah, well. I feel like that'd be the same story I already saw. It could be. Uh, if it's well written, though, I mean, you never know. But I don't know. I'm excited to see where it's going to go. Uh, hopefully, this game is going to live up to the hype. I have no doubts it won't. Um, I think the other part of my favorite part of the trailer is when they when you see Ramirez on the table. You have no doubts it won't live up to the hype? That it won't. Li- like, it will expand. Yeah, I don't have any doubts. You have no doubts that it will live up to that. Right, yeah. (laughs) Um, I was excited to see Mimir on the table talking shit. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's still by far the best character in that game. I think uh, there's a lot of good ones in that one. The part that I'm excited about is uh, this kind of does double work for me as a Stargate fan. We get more uh, Christopher Judge. (laughs) In the back of my head... uh, I, I always hear Teal'c before I hear uh, Kratos. That's fair. It's, That's fair. Uh, I'd make some of the uh, the bits where he's talking with his kid funnier. But I don't know. I'm just, I'm just excited that guy's getting work. Yeah, I'm just I, I, I I'm with uh, Anderson. I love the fact that Ryan Hurst from Sons of Anarchy and the uh, yeah, Opie from Sons of Anarchy yeah, is the uh, is the voice of Thor. That's he's like, not as big as he wants to be, but he had the same body build as, as Thor. Right, yeah, so <laughs> it's. It's gonna be really cool to hear him do that voice of Thor. They did. They they pick a really good voice casting director for the, the game. Oh yeah, they, yeah. they definitely um, spared no expense, man. I mean, you gotta figure that game fucking rocked. I was enjoying pausing and checking out the the new or the new areas that they were showing off when he's looking over one of the landscapes. Yeah. I was like, that looks fucking massive. Yeah, that said, that would be my only complaint on the last game, which is how kind of like did some of the. Uh, the villages felt, but then again, it made sense for what it was. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's kind of cool to see them explore more of the world and see if there's actual people living in villages. And yeah, stuff. We're gonna, you know, fight lizard men. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, it, I, overall, the showcase was really good. I think, it, I, I, unfortunately, with all the controversy with the whole scalping of the systems, um, the games look solid. I'm excited for Wolverine. I'm excited for Spider Man. I'm excited for fuck as for God of God of War. Um, even there was little surprises. Um, even though I had to step away for a minute, um, you know, with those other games, uh, it, yeah. it, you know, it, overall, it was a really solid it was a good showcase. It was a great showcase for them. Um, I just I kind of wish the, the the situation with the PS5 was a little bit of a better situation where I don't feel like I'm never going to get one. So I'm going to be able to play these games. Um, yeah. It, which kind of puts a, a bit of a damper on. I wish I felt like games. I wasn't going to miss out. Yeah, exactly, because I, I, you know, you could have this great, great fucking showcase and these games are going to look amazing. And, you know, you played the first ones because some of them are sequels. And then you have ones that are made by the company who made these great games that you just played. And yet knowing in the back of your head that you're not going to be able to play them because you don't have that system because that system is so hard to get right now. Yeah, that that really kind of puts this little hamper on the whole thing. You know, it's like this unfortunate doubt. But overall, I mean, the showcase itself, yeah, that was great. 
was a great showcase. Well, that was my problem with it was I I told you guys, you know, I was even if I had the ability to get a PS5, I was going to wait. Yeah. This was the moment where I was like, yeah, now I need one. Right. Yeah. And that, and with, that's, I, I'm right there with you on that. That that that's how I felt, too. Um, yeah. I mean, I need one for this. Yeah. They, I haven't really felt the need for PS5 until they started coming yeah, even, out with all of this. Even, even, with, Hor- even with Horizon yeah. Forbidden West, like I'm sitting there going, I, you know, I want a PS5 for it, but I'm okay with because of my experience with the first game. I'm a, I'm okay with playing this on my PS4. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a when it comes fucking game I need to finish. God damn it. <laughs> I got it. But I, yeah, you do. Yeah, Jesus. I know. Good. Uh, oh, dude. At this point, let's just go on YouTube and see if somebody can do it for no, like 30 I'll, I'll minutes or something. It. No, because um, it takes away from it, man. Even with that, like after my experience with the first game, I was like, all right, I'm okay with playing this on the PS4. When it comes to the next Spider-Man Wolverine, even, you know, even for, you know, for Spoken, stuff like that, if it's not coming out on PC and it's only going to be on PS5, I'm like, okay, I need a, I need a PS5. I'm going to need a PS5 for these. Well, that was the moment. That's kind of what I was talking about. Cause I know that, you know, spider Spider-Man two is probably not coming to PC. Yep. Yeah. I doubt Wolverine is. Yep. I'm like these ratchet and clank was my first, like, okay, now <laughs> I really want one. <clears throat> right. But then see, which everything- miles has been playing, by the way, he's been playing ripped apart. I saw that last night. I'm, I'm going to have to ask him how it is. I was sending him a text. You son of a bitch. <laughs> just to fuck oh, with him. If you're that you bad, I'll just you borrow mine. <laughs> But I don't have the game, but I'll let you borrow mine. Oh, good. I, I might, I might have to take you up on that one then. <laughs> no, fuck you, Josiah. <laughs> Josiah, seriously, like, what's the one? What's the game that you're like, God damn it, I gotta get a PS5. Uh, probably Spider-Man Two. Yeah. Oh I know, man, I know we're getting that before we get Wolverine. Right. Uh yeah, it's coming out next year supposedly. So, and then uh, although I can definitely see it's gonna be, I, I, listeners, I'm calling it now. It's gonna be delayed. Oh yeah, I'm oh, totally. Think, well, no, okay I think Spider-Man Two is so, gonna so be in Wolverine. the. Um, <laughs> I think Spider-Man Two is gonna be the Christmas title or whatever for next year. Yeah, I yeah. would say God of War, but I'm pretty sure we're still getting Spider-Man Two before that. Uh, I think God of War is gonna be twenty. That would be Obviously. that would be such a crazy fucking year if you got okay. So if you got you're getting Horizon Forbidden West next year, supposedly God of War and Spider-Man. Think of those three titles in one fucking year. I wouldn't be. Able that to- is crazy. That would hurt him. I wouldn't be playing baseball. They, they I have, doubt that. You still play baseball. It's not even possible. Yeah, never, they're all PS5. You'd play baseball and then we'd be sitting there going, hey man, how do you like God of War? And you'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> no company. You know what? No company wants to do anything against the scalper, so it's not even you possible. You can say fuck you as much as you no, want. I know reality. Hold on. Hold on, <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> Listen here, asshole. I actually did really well with the last God of War. Actually, I... I actually really focused on that game for quite a I did take a break, but I really did focus on we that. We can help you out, Loach. So. Horizon Zero Dawn is just baseball with bow and arrow. Uh-huh. That's called hunting. That's a different sport. Yes. <laughs> Which, ironically, you love playing the hunting game. Hey, that hunting game is great. <laughs> Fucking love it. All right, so uh, there's probably some other things that I'm forgetting to bring up uh, from last week, but... We're, we've been going long, so let's go ahead and go talk into uh, Matrix. So the Matrix 4 trailer was shown off, and Loach has been massively excited for this, listeners. Mm-hmm. To the point where he was talking about it for like a week before the teaser came out. Then he, you know, when the teaser came out, he was freaking out about that. He watched the te- He told us he watched the teaser. 
you know, several different times and every single time it would show a small little clip. And I was just like, I'm not that excited for it. I am. Uh, I was looking forward to seeing the trailer, though, after after the teaser. I was like, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what they're actually going to be doing with this. They finally came out with the actual trailer. And while I am looking forward to seeing it and I might actually be making a trip up to Denver to see it with uh, some uh, old college friends of mine who we went and saw uh, the we, we saw the the re-release of the Matrix together. We saw the matrix or uh, matrix one and two or, or sorry, two and three together. So we're like, I got a text from my buddy Joe and Joe goes, Hey, uh, do we want to continue the tradition and make sure that we watch the fourth one together? And I was like, I might have to do that. That'd be cool. So was animatrix ever in theaters or was that um, like straight to DVD? Uh, I think it was in select was straight to DVD. It was in select. It was in, theaters. it was in select theaters, which yeah. is right. But it was, but it just, it definitely came out on, on a disc for most uh, that's how most of us and so I, it was like in theaters for like a month or two and then went to disc well you gotta yeah. figure the animatrix yeah. came out in between reloaded and um between Revolution. two and three right yeah. and but i know we they al- did have we also thing. went and saw if you wanted to see the the computer generated uh one video that they did you had to have either played through the the gamecube game in order to see the whole thing which I made sure I did, and then I paused it at the end before I beat it so that Joe and John could come over and watch that. <laughs> right. So you got to see the 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 Animatrix movie that led up to uh, the Animatrix, or the actual the Animatrix. Uh, yeah. So we watched that, and then in theaters, you had to go see a specific movie in order to see the full, I think it's, uh, I think it's uh, 10 minutes is how long that, that video is, that shows off... Um, it's the the show that leads off to giving the message to or getting the message to. Oh uh, yeah, the what was it? Uh, Pinkett's character, Flight of Osiris, or something. I think it's the Flight of Osiris. Yeah, it's right. the Flight of Osiris, and it's the one when they were giving it to Niobe. Yeah. Uh, so you had to go see a specific movie in order to see that. So we went and saw that movie. I don't even remember what the movie was, but we went and saw it just so we could see that that video. That ten minute clip. Um. So like it was one of those things where like it became kind of a like the matrix became kind of a thing between the three of us. So I was like, all right, well, I might have to do make that trip up to Denver just to see just to see the fourth one with them. I'm looking forward to it. I'm not looking forward to it as much as Loach is. And the only reason listeners is because I have very little faith in Hollywood nowadays. I have very little faith that they can tell a story that's good anymore. It's definitely hard. Yeah. And and part of the reason is because so many sequels after taking such a long break from movies or anything like that. So many sequels that come back are rarely reboots. Yeah. Or well, are they're rarely good. Right. Or rarely match up to what we had. The expectation is definitely a lot higher because you got to figure you left off with, I don't want to say left off because a lot of people hated the sequels. I didn't mind the sequels. I enjoyed them. I like the sequels. I I know that that Jay thinks that they're trash. Uh, I know a lot of people. The third one. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I, I, I'm i with you. I know a lot of people who thought, um, especially Jesse, because I saw the first one with Jesse and my brother. Yeah. Um, as for people hating the sequels, there's a lot of people who just hate the sequels. And I honestly yeah. were like, they're not that bad. You guys are really nitpicking. Granted, I think the biggest part of why the sequels were not as well received as the original Matrix movie was because the original Matrix movie came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. And it, it I don't remember ever seeing it. I never saw a trailer for it when I went and saw it with Jesse. 
I never. I saw. I saw a advertisement for it once, and it was the it was the day before it came out. Yeah. See, I saw a and poster it was, for it, but that was yeah. it. And it was it was at you know fucking ten thirty at night on MTV. Yeah. Exactly. They're, they're and they're I went pro, they're promo. What, and I literally went, "What the fuck is this?" Right. Yeah. And and I went and saw the I went and saw the theater that weekend, and I my mind was completely blown. Yeah. Like the that was the biggest thing. The biggest thing was is that like when that movie came out, there was hardly any promo for it. I mean, literally, it, like especially in, like even nowadays, there was like it, it, I mean, if you compared it to nowadays, there was no promo for this movie. This, yeah, Warner Brothers had absolutely zero faith in this movie that they didn't like. It was a movie that they were like, "Cool, we might make some bucks." That's it. They did not expect it to become what it is in any way, shape, or form. You know. Um, so when I went in there, I went in there completely blind to the whole thing. You know, I yeah. I was talking to my brother about it. My brother saw it uh, prior to me seeing it. And I think that's because him and uh, friend Drew went and saw it. I went with Jesse and Jesse knew a little bit about it, but that's about it. And we went in blind. And I well, was- Drew, Drew and Frankie saw it uh, the same weekend I did. We came back to school and could not shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. And I was already graduated. Well, yeah, that's right. Because it came, I don't remember when it came out. I think it came out the summer of my senior year. Because it came out in 99. Yeah. Um, but I just don't. Re- I, I just have no regulation of any promo. All I remember is I went into the theater. I watched. You're not. Mo- you're not wrong. Like I, when I say listeners, when I say I saw a trailer for it the the day before it came out, <clears throat> that was the first advertisement I had seen for it ever. Yeah. It, it, and I wasn't. I wasn't somebody who was like anti TV. I mean, this was a time when like literally most of our entertainment came from watching cable television. Yeah. It was so advertising was everywhere. This we was the dialer page. Yeah, like we we you should and I used to watch like I used to come home from school, I'd throw on MTV while I did my homework because that was what I did. Yeah, and I don't I remember seeing one fucking advertisement <laughs> nah. for it the day before it came out, and I'm like, what the fuck? I, I literally went, what the fuck is this? Like they didn't show anything from the Matrix. It was a a 15 second ad that showed some of the machines and some like some some of the machine world, and I was like, what is this? And then it ended with Morpheus saying now we see how deep the rabbit hole goes and i went what the hell is this what did i just watch and i was like i i want to see this just to know what i'm what i what i what i saw because what i saw was cool looking but i have no idea what it was yeah i was completely i mean like i said i never saw anything of it the only thing i saw was a poster and i was like that looks cool whatever the fuck that is you know um everybody saw keanu reeves keanu reeves's career was actually on the downhill you know, he yeah, just, it was after his random action movie stunts. Right, exactly. You know? What well, was that? Yeah, it was after it was after Fox tried to basically blackball him. And you know, that's a whole another thing. But you know, you're kind of like sitting there, like, all right, that's cool. Looks like a great B movie. Awesome. My biggest thing was is that when I went, so this is why the Matrix, the, the first Matrix, is like probably one of my top five movies of all time. It's because of the experience I had when watching it, because I went in there so blind. That I, I was just floored from beginning, from the moment the movie started to the moment it ended. I was like, "What the hell did I honestly just witness?" Like that. Yeah. And you also got to figure this is also the same summer when the Phantom Menace drops, and this movie out of nowhere drops, and you have a summer. Uh, I mean, you got to figure that year was nothing but like teen comedies and teen movies and everything like that with you know Varsity Blues and. All these teen movies, like, you know, Can't Hardly Wait and all. 
And the funny thing is, is like there wasn't really a lot of great sci-fi action at that time. And this movie just came in and kind of filled that void in like one solid swoop. Yep. And it was that's why it's like pro- one of my top five favorite movies of all time because of just the experience you get from it. Granted, the sequels didn't live up to the hype because then it became overhyped. They knew what they yeah. had. They knew what they got out of it. People started and it became overhyped. Now, with the new movie that's coming out in December, which is crazy because it's like back to that whole gorilla style. Like, we're going to wait as close as possible to when the movie's launching, which I thought was really weird. I thought what was really cool is they kind of kept that whole flavor of um, being unique with their promo. Because I know I remember like with Reloaded and Revolutions, they were really unique about their promo and how they were showing it off and the promotional stuff for the movie. Um, they re opened the original website from the first matrix movie what is the matrix you had this pill it was really cool very interactive every time you watched the trailer it was different yeah. uh it freaked you out because it knew what time you were <laughs> which i thought was really cool yeah it knew it knew based off of whatever wherever you were what time it was what time it was which i thought was very cool because it added more to this experience um, which a lot of trailers don't have nowadays. You know, you don't have this yeah. like experience with it. Um, so yeah, I was hyped. Is it aesthetically different? Absolutely, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it being aesthetically different. Um, just because if you go back to all the Matrix movies and the lore of the Matrix, which I became obsessed with the Matrix stuff uh, for years, I still am. I always thought it was a. Yeah, I get it. I, I always thought it was a great trilogy. Is it the best? No, but is it a good one? Absolutely. No, best trilogy of all time. Still, Back to the Future. Yeah, I would give that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even the original Star Wars trilogy, but that you can't even. Yeah. You know, honestly, it, it, yeah. that's a toss up for me. It, it would be something awesome. that's just a perfectly pat, like perfectly just wrapped up. Right. Exactly. Um, I thought the original trilogy for the Matrix was perfectly wrapped up. Cool. Neo sacrificed himself to save yeah, like, the Matrix. There's, That's there's, it. Yeah, so so Jay says that it, that it's completely trash. I disagree. I think it's I don't think it's completely trash. I think the movie has really good merits where where it belongs. The only thing that the Matrix Revelations like and I, I so I loved the Matrix. I really liked Matrix Reloaded. Revelations wasn't my favorite out of the series, but most of it has to do with just it just has some bad storytelling. It yeah, has some bad storytelling it, elements, and most and most of that comes from the architect. the The scene with the architect really brings that movie down tremendously. I thought the architect kind of brought you out of the movie. Well, that's the yeah, re- it, it, yeah. that was in Reloaded. It, it's when he, it, it Reloaded is when no, that's that's Revelations. No, it isn't. It's Reloaded. Are you sure? Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. It's Reloaded. Maybe you're. Yeah, you, you're right. You're right. It's at that's a that's at the end of Reloaded. Sorry, my bad. Right. Yeah, and that was and I I agree. I as I think the. The whole thing with the architect and reloaded. Sorry, the thing that really it, stuck out with me with uh, with Revelations was when uh, the beginning of it, where Neo's not in the Matrix. Yeah, but I I I, I get he's still somehow in the Matrix, but he's not connected to anything. Right, but so that's fucking be, weird. But that's going to be a really interesting way of doing it for Revel, uh, Resurrections. Um, I wonder if Resurrections. I'm going to try to undo some of the damage control. I don't think it will. I actually, I, I, I yeah, I, I don't think it's. I don't. I hope it doesn't. I, if anything, it, you could you have. You just op- hope it's just a new story. It's not not even a new story. I if don't think it's going to be new. So here's wh- here's where I'm at. The Matrix. So the reason why I'm not really excited for Matrix Four is part of it is the fact of I don't have faith in Hollywood. And on top of that, most of Matrix Four seems like it's going to be 
a Neo remembering shit movie. It's going to be a Neo is in his own world, much like at the beginning of Revelations. He is not connected to the Matrix right now. And it's it's a world where his mind is trying to make sense of things and trying to remember things. I think most of it has to do with his own psyche. And I think it's going to come down to the machines actually aren't doing this to him. He's doing this to himself. We find out that Neo is actually on server B. <laughs> he, he's just he's just kind of in his own world where it's where it's where his mind it's where his mind was placed like you could say like after he was connected to the to the matrix and all uh, all those events happens at the end where he saves everybody and he was connected that to part the of machines. his mind yeah that, that part of his mind was was isolated somewhere else to right. be preserved for later and his mind is still trying to make sense of that so he's created his own like his own therapy essentially trying to Cope is that the, why Doogie Howser is not a medical of, doctor but a therapist? The therapist, yeah. <laughs> why, uh, you know, it, it's going to be the whole thing of like trying to cope with the fact of Trinity dying, that kind of thing. So we'll see where it goes from there. I just that that's the vibe I got directly from that trailer. Why Morpheus doesn't look the same? Why he's, he's younger? He's he's younger for some reason. Why it's essentially going down the same paths as the original Matrix, and it's going to be about his mind trying to cope with all that stuff and bringing itself back to the world. Yeah. Uh, Does that make sense? Yeah. That's, we're that's we're just watching the, a movie about yeah, Neo trying to bring that's just, back. That's just back. the vibe I get. Yeah. And I might be completely off listeners. And if I am good, cool. Okay. <laughs> I, Hopefully it's still a good story. No, I think it's, I, I mean, I, I'm not saying what I'm saying. What I'm not saying what I'm talking about is, is a bad story necessarily. It's just, I don't see them doing a good, if, if that's the way it goes, I don't see them doing a really good job of trying to make that connection. So my, you see, you see, it's going to be just an okay movie. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're going to be. It's like a Fast and Furious. You're going to watch it just for the fun. I'm I'm going in with low expectations, yeah. and if it's better than my expectations, awesome. <laughs> so I, I I mean I don't think that's a bad theory at all. I think I, the theory that I feel that I'm getting, or the vibes, or whatever. I'm getting, and I've heard a lot of these little theories going around. And the one I feel like really kind of might be really on point with it is that there's a theory going around um, that uh, the machine, you know, obviously there's been other iterations of Neo. There's always been an other mm-hmm. iteration of the one. But as what was hinted at in Reloaded and Re- with Revolution was that Neo was different. He was a better of all of them. He was different. He was more powerful. My, and I, I heard about this theory and I thought this was actually a really interesting take on it was that the machine, you see, you, you constantly see uh, Thomas Anderson taking the blue pills in the trailer. What I feel that, and I, I, and I kind of hope the theory is a little bit on point is the fact that the machine's have his subconscious uploaded you know he's a part of the machine world or that he they know he is so powerful that they're keeping him subdued while they turn and did something else because i know one of the scenes was showing that this the one what looked like zion was completely emptied and destroyed um so they could have easily you know destroyed zion while neo was plugged in and they're yeah, but that they're that would go against there. everything at the end of the third one absolutely i'm not i'm not disagreeing with it i there's the cool thing about the matrix is that the matrix could have any type of really cool plot line and storyline and they could fit it in because it's the whole thing about 
the idea that the matrix could be whatever the machines want to, the matrix to be or what whoever is creating the matrix you know uh, yeah can make the, it whatever so, it wants so here here's why here's why i think that doesn't match up the blue pill thing uh to me that just seems like a subconscious willingness to i want to continue to accept the world i'm in uh i don't want to deal with the things that are around me so life um (laughs) so life yeah that that's that's and i think that's where i think that's where why i think that's why it's one of those things of neo slowly trying to deal with the consequences of his actions and what happened maybe that's that's why that's why and then it ends with going back to where it all began going back to the matrix and i went so he's not in the matrix but there's also been theories that the, there's also been theories that there was a matrix within a matrix um, and the machines purposely made it that way. There, there's a whole bunch of storylines, which is kind of crazy to me. You know, there's storylines that I'm reading and looking up and that are actually, you know, done by the Wachowski. You're literally going down a rabbit hole. It, yeah, you're going down a rabbit hole. But the cool thing is, is that a lot of it is done by the Wachowskis and interviews and what they story. Um, even with the games like Enter the Matrix, people are saying that the reason why Morpheus is actually different in this one is because they're actually pulling from the Enter, Enter the Matrix or the Matrix Online game um, where Morpheus dies because he can't accept the fact that Neo did die and they can't get Neo's body back. And ends up the, an assassin ends up killing uh, Morpheus in the game. It's like right at the beginning of the game, which is really weird. But Morpheus dies in the game, and they're saying that that's a continuation from the game, and that's part of canon. And da, 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 da. the big thing is, is like obviously, I I really feel like, and uh, the funny thing is, is I almost I wanted to talk to you about this last night, but I, you know, uh, the quartering, I who I now cannot stand, unfortunately. Yeah, I stopped following yeah, him a long time. I ago. can't I stand him, dude. He, I don't know. Once again, he's a fan of the original, but he's not. <laughs> he's he's like that's the thing. Like he constantly talks about being a fan about things, but he doesn't know what the fuck well, he's, he's talking, talking about. about. Like not at so, all. So, like um, that's that's where I was like, all right, well, you know, what what, what really I, pissed me? I off? don't agree with all of your political takes. Uh, sometimes when you call out the industry, I appreciate that, but overall, some of the stuff that you do is mostly hyperbolic. Yep. And you well, like he was you, to me. He came very clickbaitish. No. Yeah, he, he, he is. became massively clickbaitish. Like back when I back when I started following him, like he was actually covering shit. He was actually talking about things and well, he's being talking about sued the industry. right now. But I mean, fuck him. I, I, actually, the one big thing I had a problem with is when he did a trailer reaction, he's not even five seconds in. And he goes, oh, Neil Patrick Harris is in it um, as a uh, as the therapist. Um, and this is this is woke. Uh, I'm done. And I'm like, dude, because Neil Patrick Harris is. In yeah, it? He, he I'll have to. I love NPH. I don't give a shit about his personal politics. Yeah, <laughs> but he doesn't rub his personal politics in people's real world. Yeah, exactly. And that's the problem. you don't see him going on standing. That's yeah. But uh, it's like Denzel Washington. He doesn't you need talk to about watch politics. it. You need to watch it. It's 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 horribly done. So it's woke. Have you seen any movie? Uh, the Matrix where they have the uh, the like, I, I, I want to ask him, have you seen all the Matrixes? Right. Because there's this entire scene where they have this massive rave for no fucking reason, reason at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than it's a celebration of life. Like you want to talk about woke? Come on, guy. Right. Yeah. No, that, that's one of the low points of Reloaded. I thought Reloaded was very overblown. And they were trying to find that balance. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I'm excited for it. I'm excited of where it's going to go. I hope there is a lot of different things. 
It's really kind of crazy, though. There are scenes in the trailer where they're in the Matrix. He's trying to be, get out of the Matrix. Morpheus is handing him the red pill. But in the background is the original Matrix movie. Which I thought was fucking batshit. Yeah, well, Vargo just ruined me because now I think his theory is correct. I I don't think I mean I I don't think he I I, I think there's gonna be hints. Of I don't it. think that ruin I don't think that ruins it at all. I will tell you right now, even if it's my idea, listeners, even if it's what I think my theory, that doesn't make it for a bad movie. It no. just me. It the only in in again I reiterate the only reason I bring that up is that if that's the story they're telling, it makes me it makes me kind of concerned because I don't know if Hollywood's capable of telling that kind of story properly. Agreed. I think uh, I think the movie the- I have more hope for is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah, but that that could easily be fucked yeah, up. We'll too. see. I mean, and and this supposedly this Matrix is supposed to lead up to another or to another two films. Yeah, it's supposed to yeah, be the start could. of a new trilogy. Yeah. So this might be that this is just the start, and we're we're gonna watch that like, trailer. This might be one of those things of like question. we're we're gonna have to slog through this a little bit. Yeah. To get to where we want to go. Okay. If that's the case, then, dude, all aboard. Let's do this. And I just wanted to answer the question is what happens when you take the red and blue pill at once? You're an idiot. The world explodes. It's like having, <laughs> it's, it's like having two pieces of, ex- of You're exotic. You're going to one person in the background. It's like, like having two balls. pieces of exotic armor in, in, uh, in Destiny on at the same time. The world explodes. But the thing is, is like you, <laughs> you, you can literally take a story anywhere because it's been so long. A, I mean, since Revolution, it's been 18 years. Yeah, time travel aside. Yeah, time travel aside. It's been 18, 18 <laughs> years since your uh, the last Matrix movie. You could literally yeah. do whatever the fuck you want. Uh, one of the coolest things I thought, and I, I'm pretty sure that's who it is, is Sati. The little girl is actually the new Oracle, which I think is going to be fucking dope if she is the new Oracle. I think you have that continuity going to the original movie, the last two movies, if you just touch on it and then move on and set up this whole new trilogy, I think you guys are, I, I think it's solid. I think that's the smart way to go. I like that. It doesn't look like the original trilogy in any way. I like that. It's yeah. different because to me, if you would have shown me, I would have actually been more disappointed if it looked like the original movies after everything that happened. Well, what's really funny is a lot of people bummed. keep bringing up like, Oh, it doesn't, it doesn't have the green color. And my first thought was it's not in the matrix. No, it's a different, <laughs> and, and if it's, also, also, if you if you guys ever watched The Matrix, you know that at the end of The Matrix, Sati talks about how adding more color. She asked, "Did you do that?" And she said, "Yes, for Neo." And it's adding more color to the world. Right, exactly. And I'm glad it doesn't <laughs> look like that. That's the thing, and it's that's the best. The green tinge went away. Yeah, and I'm okay with <laughs> at that the end. because I would I would actually been more disappointed if that if it looked so much like the original movies. That are you really moving on? Because then, honestly, yeah, if the green if the green tinge was back, I'd be like, well, you guys didn't watch your old movie, so you not only <laughs> didn't watch the original movies, but you also obviously you're negating the fact that he changed everything. Yeah, and then that means okay, so you're rebooting. You're not. Then it should be called the Matrix rebooted, not the Ma- Matrix Re- Resurrections, because right. you know because you're not doing it. You're not moving the plot line story because the big thing about any story is the atmosphere around the story. And if you're sitting there and everything still looks the same, you're just rehashing the same shit. I, I'm not yeah. asking for The Force Awakens again, but at the same time, I don't mind it being a little bit like that, where you're kind of telling something in a similar way, but you got to progress the story to a different path. If, mm. if the next thing you know is at the end, he's talking to the architect and it's the same shit, I'm going to be pissed. 
I, I'm concordedly not gonna... vis-a-vis. I'd be like, and off. And yeah, I'll be pissed <laughs> off, actually. I would be really upset with that. because Mute we, this guy. We already went through all this. We get it. There's multiple iterations. There's multiple matrixing. You know, the first one was supposed to be this perfect utopia. It went to shit. You know, it, oh, that's the that's the heaven heaven and earth the or the the earth heaven and uh, hell dichotomy, right? Exactly. So for, you, for for where those come from in, in the matrix, right? So I I want to see this different. I want to see it like holy shit, you weren't actually one of the coolest things for me would be if they all looked and were like, dude, you weren't supposed to wake up. So why are you awake? And then have this question of why is Neo back? Is there something really going on with the machines versus the human race? You know, and all that again. So. Yeah, I had like listeners. I had my whole, I had a whole idea for an entire Matrix series that kind of revolves around this. A uh, long time ago, that I never wrote down. I should have written. Well, I shouldn't. Ri- I should have written down an entire script for it. Pretty sure it would have been picked up by Netflix because <laughs> <laughs> they greenlight everything. <laughs> Netflix, no, but uh, <laughs> no, but the like, it, it, it's kind of funny that they're going that they're coming out with a fourth one because I sat there. I'm like, well, you know, that kind of throws my whole idea out the, out the door, but it actually kind of doesn't because the idea that I had was that after everything that went down humans, the humans in Zion were essentially brought into the matrix to police it with the machines. So you had humans and agents being teamed up with one another to police the people inside the matrix that wanted to, disrupt shit because you'd have those holdouts. You'd have people who don't want to give in. They, they don't want the peace. They want to bring down the whole system. They want to wake everybody up. That's guaranteed. So how do you police that? Well, you have to police that with the people who know that best. So I thought it'd be kind of a cool idea if you had the people from Zion and you had agents within the matrix who have to now partner up with each other to police those who want to disturb it, the machines and the humans that want to that want to end the peace. Actually, I think what would be and what if oh go ahead. What if one of those groups? Well, I was going to say what if one of those groups wants to resurrect Neo and start everything over again? Right. And use Neo and as get, an agent. And use Neo as basically a weapon. Yep. No, I could totally see that happening too. I can also see. So, I, there's some, and that's that's the cool thing to me about the Matrix. Um, and as as much of a <laughs> slowdown. Uh, the architect scene was when it came to the reloaded. I mean, that mo- th- when the architect came in, it dead stopped that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. It the re- only thing that was good about it was that it you got explained context. a little bit yeah. more of the world. It's absolutely, it gave you a yeah. history that this world is not just. You're not just watching it these gave, movies. It, there's, it gave you a history. More, it gave yeah. you a reason for the other programs that are in there. Why there's there are a certain programs that act like ghosts. Yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. Like there's, there's a universe behind it. It's not just this like singular yeah. storyline. It's a this huge universe that's around it. You know, kind of yeah, like Star Wars. The, it's not yeah. just about the Skywalkers. It's about you know, it, like this is not just about Neo. You know, there's this huge thing yeah. revolving and around it. Revelations had had some bad story, just had some bad story plot points. Like one one of the worst parts of that, I think, was really the fight between him and Smith. I like the the fucking Dragon Ball Z fight was just it was bananas. over the top bananas. Yeah, it was, I, I didn't mind it because it was a really good action to me. I enjoyed it, but I, I, I story wise, yeah, it kind of seemed very like blown out of proportion. Like the idea that he is that Agent Smith was a virus basically and he took over the matrix well, that's a cool idea virus. Yeah, yeah that's a yeah. cool idea I like that idea that's a great idea honestly and honestly i could see that happening again like i that's why everybody's like 
oh, this is going to be trash. Dude, you don't know if this is setting up a whole trilogy. They already said they were coming out. They were going to do a new trilogy. And that was going to be the end of The Matrix. And then people can do whatever the fuck they want with the series. The Wachowskis are coming back to do one last trilogy. And that's it. And you could go wherever you want to go with it. And I think that's a great idea. I mean, everybody's like, well, Hugo Weaving's on it. Well, you don't know that. He might be in it later on. You know, they didn't ask. Uh, yeah, he might be in a jail cell. Right, exactly. You yeah. didn't. Yeah. They didn't ask Lawrence Fishburne to come back. Well, you don't know why they didn't ask him to come back. That's why a lot of critics, and are not critics, but like influencers and people who do this, you know, what we do. Yeah, you don't even know if assuming, young Morpheus is actually young Morpheus. I don't think so. I think he's honestly an agent. That's possible. I told could just be a program posing as it. Right, exactly. I think it's an agent, honestly. I think you, sh- you you don't know what's happening. Exactly. And that's the thing. We don't know what's happening. Right. Do we have our <laughs> theories and do we have our do we have our ideas about where it's gonna go? Absolutely. Everybody yeah. does. That's the point, and that's the fun of the movies. But at the same time, you get these people who are and we've talked about this before, you get these people that are so obsessed that they got these own movies in their head, and then when they go see the actual movie, they're like, well, that's not how I would have done it. Well, that's great. You're not the right. one doing it. It's not your series to begin right. with. So, yes, you took it on because you love the series. <laughs> Listeners, to uh, to wrap things up, um, I mean, it's obviously, you know, I'm not as excited as Loach is, but at the same time, it's exciting to be able to talk about it. It's exciting to be able to, right? to converse and have different ideas and different different theories. Fucking 18 That's years the stuff later. that we like. Yeah, 18 Being able years. to geek about this kind of stuff, fucking fun. <laughs> well, That's I the stuff that we love. Now that now that I'm just thinking about it, now that do we possibly have a new trilogy, why can't they recast the architect to be by played by Morgan Freeman? <laughs> <laughs> cool. This I, is essentially the god of the Matrix now. I just hope that we get a another big resurgence of the the whole cyber goth fashion coming back god i hope not <laughs> i loved that shit capes oh did yes. you really yeah dude i thought it was cool you gotta remember i was I we, we say uh, we say uh, because we had a friend in a high we had a friend in high school that was really into that shit oh we all did and we were like uh, all right yeah i i wanted to be that guy but <laughs> um I think Columbine happened, so I, I never I did get you, that yeah. duster that I wanted. Well, Columbine happened um, prior to the movie coming out. Yeah, but that no, it was still after. made it so I couldn't. I don't know because the Matrix. It was after. It was after because the Matrix was part of the was part of the whole blame game. Was it? I remember. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Either way, I I always thought it was kind of a cool look. I'm excited mm-hmm. for it. Like Vargo said, I'm extremely excited for it just because it does bring back a lot of. You know, a lot of the movies that are coming out, like Ghostbusters and everything, this is part of my childhood. Yeah, she's Star Wars excited. I am. I I really am. Because it was always... I think they got it. Because I'm hoping, and what I'm hoping for is that they're going to bring out more of the universe of the Matrix, not just the linear timeline about Neo. And it's going to be cool. And that's, I think, I think something like that with the universe can be better explored in a series, but that's just me. And hopefully maybe this will spawn off. I mean, with HBO and all them and having everybody never know, right. You can have these R rated type of series. Um, so listeners to wrap things up for the podcast, uh, I'm going to talk about the fact that I was wrong last week. Oh, you're fine, dude. We've, we've gone on long, but, it's not a big deal. We'll go into reviews and, uh, we'll call it there, but, Listeners, I'm going to talk about uh, the fact that I was wrong last week when I brought up uh, that that time I got reincarnated as a, as a slime, uh, Tensura. I screwed up 
and thought that that was the end of the season. And I was wrong. Uh, the season's still going on. They had a new episode drop and uh, it was good. It was a lot of fun. I am hoping that they can wrap up the storyline that they're going, that they have gone into with this in whole for the sea er, by the end of the season. But, uh, and I'm assuming next season will probably focus more on the, uh, the issues they have with the church in it, but it's a lot of fun. I, enjoyed the new episode i'm looking forward to how the rest of the season goes and i'll let you guys know what i think of when the actual season ends once i find out when that is <laughs> hopefully i don't i don't put out another review out before the season's actually over um going through that i tried to watch psychopaths i got through the first season the first season while frustrating it was good it has a interesting uh story to it and the ending was worth going was worth getting through the frustration to get to Unfortunately, season two is fucking trash. And if you're a huge fan of that show, sorry, I, I, I can't agree with you at all on that. It is a bad, it is a bad season. It is a bad show. And it's mostly because of one character. And I, I just couldn't get around the fact that they were basically retelling the same story from the first season with making the same mistakes and having a character that was even more infuriating to deal with without the offset of, some of the good characters that were in the first season. So I was like, all right, well you killed off one of them. You got rid of one of them. One's in hiding and I'm having to deal with this nonsense. I'm fucking out. I'm, I'm done. I can't do this. I, I tried to hang with it. I got through six episodes and I was finished uh, by, by six, by the end of six episodes. I was like, well, this is shit. I'm out and uh, called it quits. But uh, the guys finally watched uh, the promise or uh, the promise Neverland. Miles has started it. He's not here, but uh, he seemed to enjoy what he saw of it. Anderson and Josiah finished it. What did you guys think? Why are you going to fuck me up like that, Vargo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that first episode's trippy, right? Uh, when you get to the end, you're like, what I the was fuck? trying to keep it in the back of my head. Like, Vargo was like warning me, just prepare for the ending. And I was like, this is fucked up. All right, let's get on the episode yeah, too. <laughs> it seems like such a regular like slice of life thing. Like, you know something weird is going on the whole time. Yeah, it just and, it's a sli- right. and it's a slice of life in their yeah. uh, episode, like show, because like they offset it with like how ha- the kids' lives and how happy they are, and they you know you come to find out the orphans and, are just veal. Yeah, and, and yeah. You, you come to find out like that they live in a world where there are demons and the kids are actually just cattle, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Just sorry, uh, listeners, that's a spoiler, but I was trying <laughs> to send it to you guys in the group chat as the South Park episode of Veal. That's what yeah. I was trying to compare it in my head. Yeah, it's like what the fuck just happened. I liked but, uh, it. It was good. Um, I got the same warning going into the first episode of just wait until the end. Yep. And you get to the end and I was like, oh, it's going to be one of those. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I did have some issues with uh, some characters in the second season. We had a really long discussion. Yeah, about we had it. a very long discussion about it, about like essentially it, there's there's a point where one of the characters that's known for being a lot more logical uh, has like a breaking point and we had a we had to talk about how that kind of played out and how far like based off of how far you've gone like why would you stop here that kind of stuff um but i mean like when 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 you finally get to a certain point in it you finally you have a little bit better understanding as to why that took place part of it's just because story yeah <laughs> well and that but, was the problem i had with it i was like this doesn't make a whole lot of sense given you know where they got to already. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's just like, Oh, I'm changing my mind now, but they kind of bring it around 
to the end again. So I was okay with it. Yeah. Overall, uh, I really liked it. Yeah, it's 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 a fun show. Uh, the final episode when they have the montage in not for kids so quickly. <laughs> the the montage like I had to I had a conversation with Josiah to explain like like th- there's there's an entire season worth of content at the end of that show that they had to wrap up in just a few minutes uh, with a montage at the end of it to to try and wrap up the story and if you haven't read the if you hadn't read the manga or read about what the story is you have no clue what was taking place in some of those scenes and you're like all right well it's it's very kind of conveniently wrapped up and. Uh, a lot of fans of the manga were were disappointed, and I mean, they came off the manga, and the manga even kind of had to wrap up things quickly because of how things were going uh, publishing wise with it. So when they got to the anime, and the anime did even even more like even more of a quick wrap up, people were really disappointed in it. And it was one of those things of you're not going to get another season to show this, you're not going to get another season to write this part of the story. So you might as well just try and throw in as much as you can now and and hope the ending's good enough. Um, but it's, a, you know, it's a decent show. It, it ends, it ends pretty well. It's not for kids. So if you, mm-hmm. if you watch the start watching the first episode with your kids, probably not the best idea. <laughs> uh, I really, I really liked the, uh, the character design for the demons. Oh yeah. They were really cool looking and the, like, they actually looked really evil. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. They looked so alien. But yeah, it was, in, you know, it's a good show, right? Worth watching? I think so. <laughs> Anderson's like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, well, why contrast? Because I finished another anime. Okay. Which is completely polar opposite that is family wholesome. So, <laughs> I agree. Like, it's a good one to watch, but it's not for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're not a big fan of kid death or child death. You can't really That's handle easy. that. Yeah. <laughs> If your mic can warp so around that one's fiction, you're reference. good to go. I know there's uh, some things that do trigger people, and I think that's one of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're if you're not okay with with horror elements, then don't watch it. Yeah. What was the other one you finished? It. So I finished. It's only one season. Uh, my roommate is a cat. Okay. You yeah. You were telling me about that. This one, and the boy, the guys were making fun of me, but when I finished it, actually, we were I making was, fun of you because like uh, it, let's let's, follow directions. let's be let's be honest. <laughs> the reason why we were making fun of it was because when. Anderson asked for recommendations and this is a while back and we've talked about it on the podcast before, but when he's, he would ask for, for recommendations, recommendations we give him recommendations of anime and he and wouldn't follow any off. of that. <laughs> He'd watch whatever the fuck he wants. So it became this kind of joke of like, well, what's the point? You're just going to watch whatever you want. So he watched, uh, my roommate is a cat. And I was laughing because like he had already started like three other anime, one of them being one piece. And, uh, you know, which is ludicrously long. Oh, I can't do it. But, uh, there's so I, much. I, just, I can't I just do laughed. it. I just laughed. I was like, man, like he, he just ignores everything we, we go on. Dude. It goes on to something else. But I, I did read the synap- the, the description for the plot for it. And it does sound, it does sound like one that would be actually, uh, a nice, just a nice slice of life. Like relax, yeah. relaxing show to watch. This one's a, it's about a author who's dealing with the depression, the loss of both of his parents. Hmm. And the straight cat adopts him. And it basically, the episode follows both their perspectives. And just, you know, comes to find out they become each other's family and the, his friends is his family. And it's a pretty good story from start to finish. One season, I recommend it. It's a really good family anime. And it kind of goes over topics you don't really get in most shows covering, like, depression. Yeah. And how to deal with loss. 
All right. Josiah started watching uh, how not to how not to summon a demon lord and assassins or uh, assassination classroom. Anderson, you finished assassination classroom. Fuck you. Yeah, right. I'm still. I I. I it's, it's, a, it's, got, it's got a lot of heart to it. It's really Dude, good. I literally, like, Jessica came walk in the room thinking I was crying for, like, an emotional reason, not knowing I just finished that show. Right. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Yeah, so here's, to give you some perspective, I watched that and then immediately finished, it. like, this is how this is how this went for me, listeners. I watched that, then immediately watched uh, Violet Evergarden, which, oh, is, which is fantastic, but it is an emotional roller coaster. And then I went into the day I became a god, and the day I became a god broke me. It fucking shattered me emotionally. I was like, like, I was just, I was done. I could not, like, for a day. I was like, I can't deal with anything emotional. I can't deal with anything sad. I'm gonna have to watch nothing but comedy and action for a little while before I get into anything else. And I did that. Like, I. I was just like, I can't deal with anything sad, so don't tell me anything depressing because I might fucking crack. I think Assassination Classroom is now on my top ten. Yeah. I fucking loved it, was, it. Yeah, it was great. It's it's not a show that like if you if you listen to, if you listen to the plot, the plot sounds ridiculous and it, it is, is it is ridiculous. It's but, ludicrous and it's just got a lot of heart. But no yeah, know that we if you watch it that the the main plot that it starts out with is not the actual plot. And that the show has you a get it when heart. you get like halfway yeah. through the first you, season. You, you'll 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 start to understand what's what's going on about halfway through the first season. So, but it's absolutely worth your time. It is a lot of fun, and the main character, the the main teacher character, is bananas. It does develop a villain you actually hate. Yep, I told you, man. I literally was like, I finished, and I was just like bawling in, in my room, and like Jessica's like, "What's wrong with you?" <laughs> yeah. Then there's then there's how not to summon a demon lord. How not to summon a demon lord? It it's lewd. It has have lo- it has lewd humor, uh, and Miles and I have just have talked about this on the on the podcast before. It's it's funny though. It's got a it's. it's I mean, definitely it, all played for laughs. Yeah, it's it's all played for laughs. The main character is so is such an ultra geek that he can't really deal with women. And on top of that, or the thing that's funny people is people in general. Or people in general, and the funny part about that to me is the fact that he always has this internal monologue of like what he wants to say. And then he says something in character <laughs> and it makes and all it makes me think of is like moments in, in RPGs where you, you have a second of dialogue, like a, a thing of dialogue. You're like, oh, yeah, I'll just say that. And they say completely the opposite of what you were thinking. And you're like, that's not how I wanted that to come out. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like uh, Fallout 4. Yeah. The only dialogue options that actually lived up to what it was supposed to be was the sarcastic Sarcasm. options. Yeah. No, in. uh in a in a weird way, I I really relate to the main character of my internal monologue versus what comes out of my mouth. Not always the same thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it, it's really it's really funny though. I think I'm on episode nine of season two. Okay. Um, it's definitely one of those that I have to watch when uh, Ashley's asleep. Oh, because she, she will judge the shit she'll out of me. Yeah, she'll, 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 she'll get offensive. Yeah, she'll get she get offended. Um, she still she won't get you. offended. She'll walk in and look at it and be like, "Really, really, this is what you're spending your time on?" Okay. Oh wait, wait till you get the end of the first season. You're gonna be like, like, dude, Miles and I went the fuck. Like, <laughs> no, I'm I'm already done with season oh, one. Oh, okay, like said, yeah, I'm on season so, two. So yeah, when that happens. Yeah, and he brings out the yeah. I forgot because you you said the you you talked about the the demon lord that can be placated with cookies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. When that happened and he's essentially, he's essentially. Yeah. Like, like miles and I went like, we literally were like, what the fuck is going on? Why is this happening? And like the fact that he was just like, he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> like, you, you, what? Had, you had one glass. You're not that drunk, dude. Yeah. Like chill. Like a nut job. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm really liking it so far. The uh, the show that I have brought up a million times, I'm going to do it just like I did with uh, Nichi Joe, is you guys need to watch Konosuba. Oh, I, it's on my list. No, it, I know. I'm Miles gonna, and I already talked about it. Like, we gonna, have to watch it together. I'm going to keep preaching about the show until you guys actually watch it. I don't know. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's on the list. We just have to get through other shows that we still have in our queue. The the funny thing. We have, we have to finish. It, we're almost done with Is It a Zombie? And we're almost done with uh, Dar- or we're like halfway through Darwin's, Dar- Darwin's game. Right. I, I, I get that. I'm just saying it. it's one of those that like anytime somebody asks me for recommendations, oh, I know. that's going to be one of my first ones. Because you watched the first episode and you were talking with me about it. I watched the first episode. I was laughing my ass off and I ended up writing to Miles saying, we have to watch this. The, the and he goes, all right, well, we have to watch it or like we have to watch it while we're watching everything else. Or I was like, no, we're going to finish everything else. And then we're going into this. This is going to be the one. The uh, the reason that I I push that one as much as I do after watching it is, uh, you know how I always kind of relate these shows to like D&D games? Mm hmm. This is uh, this is like a group that I've actually played with before. Yeah. Like, you know, so the uh, the healers a total moron. And then you, you haven't met any of the other characters. Yet, I, I've only I've only met the there. I've only met the goddess. And that was just fucking hysterical to me. That first episode had me rolling. I was like, all right, I have to watch this. Yeah. The, like, when, dude, I was losing my shit when she when she talked about the way he died. I was laughing so <laughs> fucking hard. I was like, this is awesome. Like, yeah, because it's it's another one of those uh, you die and get reincarnated in yeah. uh, another universe. But the way it happens, common theme in Japan, listeners. But the way it happens is so different. Yeah, and it's fucking hysterical. Yeah. But yeah, I, I watched. Uh, so I'm almost done with How to Summon a Demon Lord, Promised Neverland. There was something else I watched before that. It was another one you recommended. You finished Promised Neverland. Yeah, I finished that one. Yeah. I finished that in like two days. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was good. Easy one to burn. Easy one to burn through. Yeah. Yeah. Two uh, 11 episode seasons. Yeah. I really wish that they would have gone with the ending. They were. Yeah. The one that the season. one that I was telling you about, like the the one that like it literally took a manga and like a, a light novel online to to wrap it up. Yeah. They they should have given it a third season. Yeah. That would have been so much better. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I just finished. Yeah, it's hard sometimes. That's why I keep a list. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to start writing it down. So, anything else to to review? So, I want to switch over to a live action show. Okay. I'm gonna. I've. It's not done yet, but I can. I'm already gonna talk about it. So, I started watching uh, Turner and Hooch on Disney Plus. Oh, Miles and I tried to watch that. Miles watched it, and then he was like, "I can't get into it." And I, tried, I could just break it down for you. I tried quick. watching it. I didn't like it. Yeah. I enjoyed the first three episodes, but it is. And listeners, if you like this kind of stuff, it's up your alley. But I'm just telling you what it is. It is your typical cop dramedy. So it's got some comedy, drama, but every episode follows a set pattern. Okay. So it's almost like wash and repeat, so they keep going. So like NCIS, like, you know, every episode's basically the same. They just alter some things, but every episode's the same thing. Gotcha. So if you like watching a re- repeat and rinse of the same thing ever and ever, ever, you'll enjoy it. If you don't like that, avoid the TV show. Gotcha. I think we watched, like, all together, like, seven episodes. 
and that's by then I've already caught the pattern. Yeah. You can immediately point out the bad guy. You can immediately point out that he goes to the same people to get advice, and it just recycles over and over. And I told Jess like I'm really bored. Like this yeah, is the, mean, this is what I what I referred to literally listeners is this is a TV show you put on while you're doing your laundry. Yeah, it's kind of like where people are with uh, some people are with uh, the what if for Marvel, which um, I mean we can talk about. It. I think that deserves a longer conversation, so we might need to hold it off until. I next think we week. should wait until it's finished. Uh, yeah, let's. That's, wait I think I think yeah. that's fine. Um, but yeah, some people have made the same complaint with, uh, with the what ifs. Uh, I've heard the same thing, especially for the first episode of it's basically just a retelling and they would rather see something else. Uh, and this is even, even more so, like I said, with the first episode for that, but, uh, some spice, we want some spice. They they just want it. They just, they didn't want want to see basically the same story. They wanted something different, but so, um, and it's not a what if it's another story (laughs) to me. Well, it is a what if. I mean, uh, every every single universe in uh, Marvel is a what if. Well, yeah, but like I said, yeah. like you said, we'll we'll talk about that at another time. But but we'll have to really get into that when the show's over because right. that is going to be. I can guarantee you, listeners, that's probably going to be a long conversation. Very. <laughs> that might take up a full podcast. So, uh, anyways, anything else to, to review? I recently I got uh, Fast the, and the Furious the Nine, and I haven't watched it yet. And. I'm a little worried based off of everyone else that I know who have seen it and who have said it's shit. And I'm like, all right, well, it's a fast experience to catch up on that series. I'll go. I'll do my game reviews. No, Loach. I mean, sorry, really quick. I mean, I've had friends who love the the fast series and they think it's shit. I'm like, oh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I I got the other. Like, that's that's not a good sign. I got the other eight. So, (laughs) I mean, might as well just get it. And that's that's basically where I was at. I was like, all right, I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. I've got the other eight movies. Right. Sorry, Anderson, you were gonna You're good. go on to something. So uh I'll first I'll cover the quick review of Marvel's Avengers Black Panther DLC. Okay. It was a free add-on for the game. It literally is like two hours. You're more or less just doing a quick brief gaming history of just the kind of a quick retelling of the Black Panther story when he meets the Avengers. Okay. It's free. That I guess it's the only thing positive to say about it. <laughs> the battle pass or the character pass is ten bucks, but that's been like that for every character, so there's really nothing new. The only thing that's quality of life they changed about the game is they improved majorly on the inventory and the loadout system. Like they okay. actually took some fan advice to people who still play it, and they actually updated and fixed that. All right. Uh, another review, and this one's going to be kind of bizarre to tell you guys this, but. Uh, so I went ahead and I went because I have a digital copy of Ghost of Tsushima for PS4. I downloaded that my PS5 because you can play your PS4 games on your PS5. So I went to go pay the ten dollars for the Icky Island add-on. Yeah. And I had something. There's something strange go on, or Sony knocked their shit off. I'm gonna go something strange goes on because I usually get that shit just because it's me. They gave me the add-on plus the PS5 upgrade all for just ten bucks. Nice. Which I okay. thought it was supposed to be thirty bucks when uh, they originally gave up that charge. I thought the the add on was twenty dollars. Well, I literally only paid nine ninety nine. That's say, what well, I either way, he, he still got it for only. I 10, paid ten yeah. bucks. I mean, for ten bucks, I got the DLC and the whatever the PS five upgrade. Nice. I coughed up for the uh, for the director's content as well, and uh, it cost me twenty bucks. So. They might have you got a deal for it. They might have rescaled. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they might have fucked up for you. I don't know. Yeah, they might have no re- re- which has happened to me before. If you guys know me, yeah. 
So I played Iki Island. Um, it is meant to be played after the main campaign without giving out too much story spoilers. Oh, okay, so it's not supposed to be just in the middle. So when they tell you to play, they say you can play it after you complete the first island. Okay. Because you can, you know, obviously get over there. Because you, when you complete the first island, the rest of the world starts really opening up for you. It is meant story wise. It is meant to be played with after the main storyline. I. Playing the story, I actually like Iki Island. I think the DLC itself is worth 15 bucks. Uh, the new set of armor is really good, and the horse armor is really good. The new set of armor that I got into it actually sorry. got added heard, to my sorry, loadout. I heard horse armor, and all I thought, all I could think of was Oblivion. Yeah. More or less what they do is they basically put <laughs> battle armor on your horse and uh, elk antlers, so you could literally charge into a fight and kill like five guys immediately. Nice. Okay. Yeah, so it's actually functional. Yeah, it's functional. Sweet. I'll be sure to use that one. And then the uh, around everywhere. Basically, <laughs> it is the the monkey god armor, which is great for combat because every time you do a parry, you get extra uh, combo moves in there. Oh, okay. And it's pretty cool looking. So why both is it, those. Why, added why is the monkey god armor? It's the way it's designed. Okay. And they also added what you can earn the uh, the additional. The Wukong is. It's Chinese. Yeah. That's why I'm wondering. It's, I don't know how to describe this. You literally, like, part of your helmet has a monkey on it. Okay. And then the other thing they added to it for the single-player game is that you can unlock the PS4 exclusive skin. So, like, for your samurai armor, you can wear the Ghost of Sparta, uh, Ghost of Sparta colors. I, I got that last night. You yeah. can get it as soon as you get to the island, yep. and it's super cool looking. And they did that for a few of the games. The only one they did not introduce to this one was the uh, for uh, Run Zero Dawn, which is strictly just for the Archer on the multiplayer. Okay. But they had the other ones. The story, I enjoyed the story. It's a fun add-on. I, I think it was worth 15 bucks in my opinion. Now something negative to say, and it's actually on the multiplayer. So I went ahead and hopped over the multiplayer because I was part of this thing as they were supposed to add some stuff to the multiplayer. I don't understand how they're going to sell this separate when there's nobody playing. I've literally hopped in multiple games. And really? like I'm the sitting multiplayer there. multiplayer is doing really well. And I was sitting there for like a good 10, 15 minutes, nobody hopping on with me. Now, the thing that this might be is you're on PS5. I bet if I were to try and get on the multiplayer, yep. I'd be able to find a group. I was and that could be a factor. To, just about to say the same thing. That's bad. If that's the case, that'd be bad. That's not good. That means they need to do cross. They need to do cross uh, cross gen. They need, yeah cross play uh, for that. And I know there's cross play on the other game I'm about to review. Uh, I got a copy of Aliens Fire Elite Team or Firestorm Team for twenty bucks. Fire Team Elite. Fire Team Elite. <laughs> That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, Fire Team Elite. Fire Team Elite for twenty bucks. Nice. I acquired this because Justin was bullying me to Fire get it, and I told him I would only pay for half again because they ruined that. Right. <laughs> so that's how I got. That's how I got it for twenty bucks. I told Justin all I'm going to pay play it is if he pays for half of it. Well, shit! I better call Justin. I think that's fair. If somebody's going, will you play with me? Yeah. So is it uh, going to cost me money? Yes. Then you have to pay for half of it. <laughs> so, like, when somebody asks you to go to, hey, will you go to a movie? Will you go to a movie with me? I don't want to see that movie. I'll buy your ticket. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much. So what I will say about Aliens, I think it is actually a $20 game, even if it was like what I actually paid for full price. Yeah. Uh, so it's a pretty short campaign from start to finish. 
it's a typical run-of-the-mill third-person shooter. It's a lot more of like a watered-down Gears of War. Okay. So the cover system is completely useless unless you're facing off against synthetics or when you're playing at a higher level. For the most part, like when we were going through the campaign, I barely used cover. I just stood behind and just blasted everything. Okay. One of the positive things about this game is everything you do, you cannot pay for. You have to literally earn everything in each class, and each weapon, and each decal, whatever you so want. No you have to earn it. There's zero microtransactions. I hate that that's a selling point for games now. That's that <laughs> It had to become one because they, they fucked it up so badly for so long. Yeah, that, that we that, had to bring it up. That they had to bring it up. Yeah. So there's some TLC done in the game. One that, and there's, there's some negatives in the game. Like one thing that drives me nuts is that when you do the dialogue in the game, the NPC's mouths never move. Sweet. <laughs> so you're like hearing, you're actually hearing the dialogue, and you're like, uh, like tell it connectly. I absolutely this? love like, it when, when lips are out of sync when they talk when people talk in games. It's even it'd be one thing if it was move. out of sync, but their lips never move. I said, I said, it's, it's all even psychic be- powers. It's even better when they don't move. Yeah. It just means you're just talking with your mind. You know, the easy solution to this was just put a helmet on everyone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> For a video game, it's it's fun. It's better than, than the uh, Gearbox Aliens game. Is it worth $40? It's worth $20. So on our typical grading scale, <laughs> this is a bin game. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's one that I immediately was like, yeah, if it goes on sale, I'll buy it. If you're looking for a fun if co-op If it shows to up play, on Game Pass, I'll play it. That's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, cheap. It's a fun, cheap co-op game. Yeah, that's what I what I think of it. All right. Well, uh, the final fight against the alien queen is very reminiscent of Jurassic Park, where you're just running away from the T Rex because the alien okay. queen's so fucking huge, she just uses her giant head and just bulldozes everything, yeah. and you're just running like a motherfucker. Sweet, sounds great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but overall, is there a story at least? Yeah, there's a little story, like okay. you're. You're helping out scientists, and you're finding out that Wayland Watani has just been kind of staging things to get the data they want and make more money. Oh, so alien. Yeah. So aliens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so alien. Cool. Is there a quicker route to, to getting a better story? Yes, watch Aliens. Aliens. <laughs> because aliens. And that's what kind of made me think of was just aliens itself. Like, this is not bad, like the... Uh, Alien Isolation, where it's a survival horror. This is just like Aliens. It's a run-and-gun shooter. Well, yeah. That's what it's designed for. Yeah. That's yeah. what the movies were, too. So if you're a hardcore Alien fan, or if you're looking for... Wait for this to go on, Ben. For just a different, you know, quick story mode to play with of a friend. This would be worth picking up. If not, there's other things to play out there. All right. Listeners, thank you for listening to us. We really do appreciate it. Please go on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. If you want to get rid of your social media, go ahead and do that. It's probably healthier for you. You're going to feel better about it. Go make real friends. <laughs> Mask mandates or not. Tell your friends about us. It's pretty much the only way we get around. This is Vargo. This is Josiah. Anderson. This is Lush. Keep on geeking on. And we're out. Caught in a never ending game. Seems like the world's still trying to tame me. If that's the way I will obey. Beautifully struggle every day. Shouldn't we have a little kiss? Seen both of our hourglasses Let's make a plan and meet somewhere That is the most far from goodbye
till yesterday was a prologue Skimming through the days of old It's my turn to bear the load With my experience and my skill And all the courage I had let start to mildew At an unprecedented speed I will dive right into you And when I doused up into a lukewarm can of soda I dreamed of a world so far from here that's not on the map Searching outside of the classroom window Or in summer morning that's brought from the commuting train oh. Words like tomorrow or future or fate No matter how far they extend their hands We breathe, we dream, we raise our love In a timeless land that is far out of reach Even the second our hands of the clock They look at us sideways as they tick and talk How I hope to have forever to spend this life No, our future life right here in this world with you Let's put our way them far ahead do you do's in all the nights to meet you's And breathe over a thousand years Cycle in a single day How I hate in life this world Made up entirely of dictionary words that saw through my kaleidoscope on a monotonous August morn. When he appeared in front of me, acted shy but didn't miss your grin and face. Like it fits the textbook of this world of how to make you smile and face. In this place What do you say? Even the way that you love I swear I could smell the scent of yours And in the way that you walked I could hear that bright laughter's of yours since one day you will disappear I'll keep every part of you Make sure that it's burning to the back of my eyes It's not a right that I'm due My duty that is must have been kept
ever loved In a timeless land that is far out of reach Even the second our hands of the clock They look at us sideways as they tick and talk